I did my interview with Kim. Oh, nice. How'd your, how, how was your interview? Really good. I told some stories that I might ask her to not. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, I told the story about you and the pie. And, uh, oh my God. Okay. I will, I wanted to, I'm glad that you did because I was hoping that we would at least spare a few minutes to talk about that day. Yeah, for sure. Should we, should we open first and, uh, I, uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. Let me tell you something else, dude. I don't think we've numbered our spooky sodes right. I don't know. I, and it could just be me. I was trying to scroll back through and I was trying to like count them and I was like, this ain't right. Hmm. I feel well, like we're maybe- missing spooky sode 13. Spooky sode 13 is missing. It's like a hotel. I mean, I that would I, be pretty, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I I was like, I was like, oh, I'll be good. And like, check what spooky said this is and be like, oh, welcome to spook. Cause I, I never do that shit. And I, I tried and now I don't actually know for sure what spooky. So this is, I think by, I think 16 by like, correct, like by Spotify, but it might be 15. I don't know. Listen, we, we might've <sighs> fucked up somewhere. I have it written as 16. However, I do know that we like just didn't number some of the early ones. We just called it like, yeah, the hat man or like whatever. Yeah. And uh, so it's totally and completely possible. But for, for, for right now, let's just call it the listener. So spooky story time. So can we do that? Should we yeah, that we that? should we should actually take that and make it the title on Spotify. <laughs> that massive, massive name. The listener time spooky so spooky time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so before we get into what we're doing today, I think we should talk about what we're doing today. And listen, guys, this is a special. This is an event. You're here. We're all here. We're all here and welcome. And we've got an episode purely 100% dedicated to you, the listeners. Well, more so the people who wrote stories in, because that's what we're doing. We're reading Yeah, well, stories. someone has to carry the backpack. Yeah. Uh, and before that, we just need to talk about everything that happened between us for 24 hours. <laughs> I, dude, I have thought back to Friday um, multiple times. And I'm filled one with happiness, uh-huh, but also with questions yes i I'm not sure I'm not sure that that hotel was not pumping out yeah. weed into the rooms yeah. or something or like, like it, or like uh, oxygen, like there was yes. too much oxygen in yeah. the hotel room. something was um keeping us in a state, and we were not like i had I had a margarita at lunch when we went to lunch. With Corey. I don't yeah, know. that's a whole other part of the day. That, but <laughs> he's just like, don't tell anyone I met you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I had a margarita, but then like three hours later, I'm still acting like a goof. So I don't know yeah. what was up. It was the giddies, man. Mm. And uh, but we have to we have to just talk about such such good, good <sighs> things that that came that came out of our mouths. And mm. I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the one that set it all off in the car. 
for I thought we, that's what we never recovered from. That was the yeah. one that did it, and it set yeah. the tone yeah, yeah, of yeah. the day. The uh, it, it, it's like I don't know if it, I don't know if this is a saying. I always felt this was a thing people said, but now it's one of those things that, like, as I get older, I'm like, that might not have been a real thing. But we'd always call that having the giggle box knocked over. Oh, that's cute. I've never that heard make, that before. You know, it's like you've knocked it over, so all your giggles spell. Yeah, they're out. they're spilling out. Yeah, and you can't you can't turn it off. You know, so we definitely had the uh, the switch was turned on. But but go ahead, go ahead, call me out. So I, I will, and then you can try to explain, I guess, why I this nothing, happened. I have nothing to say. I, and so we are in the car, and we so we stayed. Uh, we got a hotel room. We just fucked off in a hotel room, and it was super fun, and had like a slumber party in a hotel room on Friday night. <laughs> and we needed snacks for the room, of course. And we rolled up at, to, to Walmart, and we were trying to find a parking spot at Walmart. <laughs> well, first of all, we came across a car. <laughs> this, was a, <laughs> this was the appetizer. <laughs> I forgot. Hold oh, on. my this God. Is, this is the amuse-bish to the whole Oh, um, solid reference, dude. Hey, nice did you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's going to wow. be Um. <laughs> OG friends fan. Uh, so we come across this just this little car parked and they have, you know, the famous, uh, uh, shot for friends. It's like the P, uh, the promo shot where they're all drinking out of the same milkshake and they're on the know? white background. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, the one. So they have that as their sun visor, like their, uh, what is that, is that right? A sun visor? Is that what yeah, you that's what I call like the, yeah, the yeah. things that keep your car, you put them in your windshield so your car doesn't bake. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so they had that, but because of the way it was sitting, <laughs> because of just the bends and curves of it all, it everyone looked slightly wrong. It just wasn't quite. Yeah, yeah. Correct. It was it was weird, and it yeah. it like warped their faces yeah, in yeah, yeah. very strange spots. So like Joey didn't have a nose; it was just big eyes, yeah. and then like a mouth with a straw in it. You know, just shit like that. So Macy was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta get a picture of this." So she gets a picture, but then as she's looking back at the picture, I just hear her go, "Weird!" <laughs> <laughs> like it, it really got you. And you notice in this in this picture, you notice that not only do they have that as their sun visor, but they have the matching, the replica of that as like a little scent hanger from their rearview mirror. So and it just- was like. <laughs> turned this it was all correct it was identical and they just had it double layered man and it just really creeped me out for some yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it really did get you and that's what kind of started the teehees i think yeah that led to yeah, the bush mouth that led to the rest of the night maybe that, led that was to when you. we slid into the plane yeah. that's maybe when that we went was to when dimension. it happened yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. something about that car <laughs> wasn't right i believe it i believe it and so we, we've turned the corner. This is how quickly <sighs> shit like this and would happen on, on this day. <sighs> oh and my. so we turn away and Charlie's like looking, she's doing like the scan, the head scan for parking spots. Cause we need to park somewhere. So my mind's preoccupied. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just having a conversation. I don't exactly remember about what at the time. I don't think it's relevant. <laughs> and so then it gets to Char, Charlie's just turned to speak. <laughs> and and this pause is included. This is exactly how it was. She just goes, "We need lick." <laughs> I don't remember what I was trying to say. I don't remember. 
But it was one of those where you immediately, you just, you have to acknowledge. You're just like, I heard it. I fucking heard it. Well, and it was so weird because the we need sounded like a, a proclamation. Like it was going to actually be something important, like a we need to lick. go to the bank. And it just came out of nowhere, dude. Oh my gosh. And I, oh. I personally don't think oh. I recovered from that until I, I, the morning. I don't think I thought, I, I definitely haven't thought about that since we left. And that's one of the reasons I think that we truly went to another, another realm. It was weird. Um, that whole trip to the grocery store was strange. I feel like no one could see us, but us like that kind of thing. Well, I, I sure hope so. Oh my God. We were stupid. The whole time we were just. <laughs> lick. Lick. <laughs> I, I feel like we stared at Hot Pockets for like 20 minutes. And I still didn't uh, go with it either. I didn't roll. I did decide immediately. The one thing I did decide on was oh. the motherfucking pie. Oh yeah, chocolate mm. pie. Yeah. By the way, that but you like were, not you were in convinced. the fridge, like from the deli section. That's like it ended, you know, it ended up temp. in the fridge. It and did. So did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, we we go back to the hotel room. We watched. We found out there there there's competitive cornhole on like ESPN. Or something. that was a good time. That was sponsored time. by Bush's Beans. Sponsored. That felt cosmic. And let me tell you what else felt mm-hmm. cosmic. After years of talking about it, it just so happens a night that we are together in a hotel room for shits and gigs. Breaking Dawn Part Two is on cable. I forgot that was a shit row it was we we and like here's where we caught it and so i'd never seen it before i i had i've i've not seen any of them past the first one and so i we i don't think you had either had oh you? no no but neither of us had seen this yeah and so that's exact y'all know the scene if you've seen it the the snowy field that for some reason that scene just takes three-fourths of the movie so dude did you ever watch dragon ball z growing up oh it's a yeah it's it's a you know it's a like fucking, when they yes. would do the spirit bomb yeah, 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 and it would yeah. go for six fucking Took weeks three before episodes, someone yeah. would throw it that's <laughs> yeah. what it was like and it just went on and on and on <laughs> and it was almost too easy to roast but i mean we did it and it felt delicious it, but it, like, it was great but it was it was just not as satisfying as like being really you know sometimes you roast something you, you get to be like really clever about what you say like when we were roasting the weather channel that felt yes sharp. that was yeah fun. that felt yeah. like quippy and like an exercise almost but this was just like this was like like kicking somebody who was already on the floor like it, 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 just, it really was low-hanging fruit very yeah, very yeah. low rotting on the ground at that point. uh <laughs> fermented you know fruit yeah, yeah yeah and uh but what sh- what surprised me the most was the camera was quality? like the, the camera quality kind of like you know like the over like saturated look of porn yeah <laughs> like overproduced <laughs> like the weird like overproduced yeah. porn yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it looked like like the, yeah. the lighting and everything that's what it is like macy who directed this <laughs> It was, that was the quality of the, and the weird, oh. horribly, okay, if they could make CGI look as good as it did in Lord of the Rings in fucking 2000 and goddamn one or mm-hmm. whatever, they, why does that wolf, why did right. Jacob no. look like an actual shit smear? No. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's a meme. I know it's a meme at this point, talking about how creepy it is that Jacob imprinted on, on the, on the baby, but watching the movie and watching, eh, 
It's yeah. not okay. It's not okay. Yeah, it's really, it just, it reopened that wound. It, it yeah. broke that bone. Well, I, guess, I, I never what, yeah. watched, like, I mean, I, of course, you know, I've read the book. I knew what happened or whatever. I don't remember this yeah. specific line. Maybe I didn't remember it because I read it when I was like a teen. But fucking Jacob walks up to Edward and says something like, I guess I should start calling you dad. <laughs> yeah, that, like that made my stomach I hate just it. crawl out of me. I, I wanted to die from I it. I hate it. Get it away like from my hot wife. <laughs> don't, 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 subbing in commentary anyway um it was we uh what else oh we watched uh wwe smackdown we watched yeah some wrestling yeah we were out of the loop because we weren't privy to the the story the arcs um which made it a little confusing but it was a good time um i know that somebody set a trap but it it worked out the wrong way it it really did yeah yeah it was a it was a good (laughs) Night. He stomped on it. <laughs> the chair. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know. He went over to the chair. Oh, and you were the like, commentator. Ah, yeah, you mean the commentator guy. Yeah, 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 I do. He's, he just stomped all the way through it. <laughs> oh. Uh, none of this mm-hmm. makes sense. None of this makes sense. But. Oh. I think what we're trying to say is we are hardcore WWE fans now. We were. Oh, oh, I was trying to think of the last show. It was Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, which is what transitions yes. us into the, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. finale. They're the doing grand the bananas. finale to this tale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, so we, he was, it was, I don't know, it was Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He's, he's watching somebody cook stuff. And so one of the things... That, like, you could tell that they were famous for, like, you know, it shows the new place and they were like, and they're famous for their bananas foster. <laughs> and, and so I, we were kind of like, we're like, you know what? I've always, we both were like, I've always wanted to try a bananas foster. Yeah. I don't really know what a bananas foster is. How does it work? And so let me, let me, let me, let me rewind just a little. So I bought this pie. <laughs> Back to the pie. Back to the pie. I didn't get any utensils because I assumed because it was a chocolate fudge pie that it would be kind of firm, mm. you know, a little firm a film on top, you of know, it. something. Mm. And uh, we had no utensils. And so we kind of thought takeout would come with utensils, but it didn't come with utensils either. So it was a real survival <laughs> situation. Yeah. And I was just having to eat this pie with my hands. And mm. It's very important to understand that it was a, a, a loose pie. It was not. A- <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Great, great way to describe. It. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was not um, set as as much as I thought that it would be, and so was it, it was a really tight pie. It was not a tight pie. I thought okay. it, I thought it was going to be tight, mm. and uh, so essentially, I, I've got my. <laughs> fingers just digging in it and it's kind of like pudding so Mm -hmm. i just need to explain that that's what i was dealing with i was really enjoying it but it was a very messy thing so i had to put it in the fridge and i put Mm -hmm. the pie in the fridge some time ago Mm -hmm. before this moment and so 
I get up and I go over to the fridge. That's all. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of get down. I'm like, you know what? I bet this pie is set. <laughs> or I'm at least going to check. Okay. I'm going to check and find out. I'm going to give it the old mm-hmm. poke mm-hmm. and see if she's tight, you know? Yeah. And yes, so you do. get get down. It's a mini fridge. We're in a hotel. I mean, this is like, you know, it's a small fridge, but and it's on the ground. It's on the floor. So, you had to get on the so floor. So I get on my hands and knees on the floor and I open the fridge. And I, I like take a little, take a little pinch, take a little bite, you know, just a little, mm. little bite, you know. Was it? Yeah, and it was good, you know. And so then I black out for probably four <laughs> minutes, and I am on my hands and knees with my hands. I didn't take it out of the fridge. <laughs> I didn't move it anywhere. I was on my hands and knees with the fridge door open, shoveling loose pie. Into my mouth, uncontrolled. Oh my god, my brain making no sound. Oh, oh. my brain. And so, at the time oh. that this happens, oh. Charlie lets me know because she's watching drive diners driving dives while I'm doing this. I can't see the TV. I'm hidden behind a fridge door. Yeah, the yeah that's the other she thing goes, is you're in the corner. You're hidden in the corner. I hear Macy, Macy, they're doing the bananas and so <laughs> And I don't remember why I said my following comment. I said, What are you doing over there? Because it suddenly oh, dawns on right, me. Because I've been over there a long time. It dawns on me how long you have been over. Because you just went over to like put your water bottle in the fridge or something. Like a really quick task. <laughs> and then and then tell me tell tell the people what you told me. I said, Macy, why? what's taking so long? They're doing the bananas. I don't remember exactly exactly what I said, but it was kind of a guttural. Do. do you want to say it then? Because I don't exactly <laughs> said, remember. I'm, I'm on my hands and knees <laughs> eating pie on the floor inside of the fridge like a dog. <laughs> oh, it's like a dog in the fridge. fridge. Like, like a, a dog, dog in the fridge. In the fridge. <laughs> Like a dog in the fridge. Oh. Oh, boy. Uh, so that was so a... That was who we were. That was mm-hmm. the people that we were All that it. night. Oh. Yeah. 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 And then... We got to meet a listener. We got to meet a listener. Earlier that day, before everything dissolved into complete chaos, and it was absolutely wonderful. I don't feel right. Saying that we met a listener. We met a friend. We met a friend. Uh, 100%. Uh, Absolutely. Cool. It was such a good day. And like, like also, they, they left and we parted ways. And like multiple times that day, we're like, man, we like, we miss them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you were sitting there. We just had a, like kind of a lull in the conversation. You were like, is it? Do you think it's okay that I miss them? <laughs> I yeah. I think it's okay. I, I did. I truly we did. We also, we sent multiple silly Marcos to Kim for no reason. Or Kim. Oh, poor Kim. I feel Kim. like she would, she would get it. Yeah. Do you uh, remember when you were clapping? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Macy has apparently this bad habit of not telling me when she's about to start sending a Marco. So what, who knows was filming you? I know. Still, still, you let me do it. I don't know why, but you know when you like clap your palms together and they'll like fart, you know? <laughs> I was just sitting yeah. there. I'm just sitting there doing that. Just <laughs> and then Macy starts marking. 
Dude, what's funny is I just uh so okay, quick look, quick little quick little plug here for Kim's podcast. Who which where podcast? Macy, you've already had your interview and your episode. I think we're still waiting on episode uh part two of Yeah, we talked episode. a long time. Um I recorded mine today with Kim. So we sat down awesome. and talked for a very long time. Yeah. But it was funny because I was talking to her about me and you hanging out. And that's the first thing she said. She's like, man, that pie looked really good. <laughs> it was so good. And yeah. She's, she very got, she got to the point very quickly after the first marker we sent. She was like, are y'all lit? Yeah. Like, she's are like, y'all, what's, what's, are you on something? What's happening? She's <laughs> like, hi on live. Yeah. Oh my God. I think that was like the legit answer. <laughs> Probably. Uh, but. <sighs> Listen, we like to start these on a light note. Yeah. Okay. Started very giggly. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so let's look. And that's fine because that's how we got punch me, you know? So there's the cuddle again. Always. Always. I can't wear it today. I'm too hot. It's a warm. It's a warm one. Yeah. I was out in the garden earlier in the full fucking mm. sun. And it's amazing. Yeah. Right now, this time of year, being in the full sun no. is so intense. Even on like a kind of coolish day for now. Yeah, Kim was talking about where she records her podcast. She's essentially in a closet for the sound dampening. Mm-hmm. But she was like, hey, when we record, can we do it between these hours and these hours? Yeah, these are the hours see. I won't die of heat. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So um, I remember we were talking for a little while. Then I, I just realized what time it is. I was, I was like, I, I'm going to we got to go. We got to end because you're going to mm-hmm. die. Yeah, it's going to be hot as hell. Um. But it is a spooky zone, and we have listener stories for you today. <laughs> and I think we should jump right the hell in to these spooky stories. Oh, right the hell in. Right the hell in. Yeah. Do you have any Who goes first? occurrences that you want to keep us updated on? Uh, things have been pretty quiet around here lately. Well, actually, no. I did have something happen that's very <gasps> strange. I haven't quite figured this one out mm-hmm. and I kind of quit thinking about it because I couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, on my rear view mirror, I hang Jorah's collar and I, it's like always on my rear view mirror, his collar and his tags. And I got into my car the other day and it's like hooked, you know, like it's like the, ob, like the long skinny rear view mirror. And, just, and I got in my car the other day and the collar was on the floor and there's Ew. just no physical way for that. And it was buckled. It wasn't like it had come unbuckled. It was buckled, Ew. but on the floor. So it somehow huh. would have been like pulled off of the rear view mirror, even though it was like all the way on. Like that's right. kind of hard to do, you know, because it's mm-hmm. like long and skinny and the collar's not that big around. And I asked Hunter for any reason, I was like, did you take that off? And he was like, no. And nobody, I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but it was like on the floor. Strange. And I, yeah, that's like one thing. What does it mean? What were you doing? Were you doing anything in particular? Like, or just getting groceries? Uh, I just, like, no, I think just, yeah, like, going to get groceries, like, Hmm. run into town. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if it's a Jorah thing. I mean, I did get Bruce. I don't think he'd be mad about that, though. Like, my Hmm. vibe is that he's been content about it. So I don't know if he's, like, letting me know he's cool with it by, like, taking down the mantle or what, you know, like, being like, all right, look, you know, I'm not, you know, I'll just, like, just, just so you know, like, you don't have to keep doing this. But I don't know. <laughs> I like to think that maybe he is like, it, it just, it, he needed to distract you for like just a short period of time because it was like keeping you out of like a car wreck on the way home or something. Oh, like, yeah. Just kind of guard, just kind of gently keeping you out of harm's way. 
Maybe yeah. so. What about you? Have you had any weird little funkies? Uh, yeah, and I just forgot what it was. Give me, give me a moment. Oh, yeah, I had something happen the other day that does not happen to me and in in this place or like around me very often. And it it was it was it was weird. I was laying in bed and I was. All of a sudden, I just kept getting these like mental images of like something hanging out in a particular part of my house or a particular part of my room. Like I wasn't physically seeing it, mm-hmm. but I was like feeling it there. And I like knew what it looked like without looking at it. And it wasn't world endingly bad. You know, it was just a little nasty. But I don't get those. Mm. And what freaked me out is it was like pushing. It was like pushing closer and closer. Mm. You know, and it was kind of looking, but it knew that I, it knew I was there. It was, it could, you know, it was fucking with me on purpose. I feel like it was like, just kind of, mm-hmm. you kind of like, yeah, I'm scared. Yeah, being a nasty. You know, and the thing is, what made it a particularly nasty, nasty to me is that like, I remember thinking about how well I take care of my like altar space and how clean I like to keep it and cleanse was it. it and, just like, scooting on over there. It, it was like getting kind of like, yeah, it was kind of. And the thing is, is it never went over there, but it had this like vibe of like, I'm going to step over. I'm, I could do yeah, it if I, I want to. I could. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it had a real like, your spirits are no use here. You know, oh, yeah. Kind of vibe to it. So I, I started doing some pushing and I started doing some, and it was, it's always weird when somebody's like asleep next to you and you're like, okay, I need to say some shit out loud right now. Or <laughs> like, I, I need to do a thing real quick. You know, and I was so worried that Clark was going to wake up and I'm just like in bed, just like mumbling to myself. But, you know, I started doing a thing. And the thing is, is normally if if a little nasty does pop up, it's like done, you know, easy fucking peasy. No effort at all. This like made me sweat a little. Yeah, bit. he was a little tougher. Yeah. And that really freaked me out. And I, I just remember and it finally got to the point where I could feel, do you ever work with spirit or element or anything that just is other and you can almost feel that like hand on your shoulder feeling of like, okay, you're okay now. You know, mm-hmm. do you ever feel that? Like that mm-hmm. we've got this, close your eyes and go to sleep. Cause I remember I just mm-hmm. suddenly felt safe enough to like go to bed, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. y'all got this. And I felt that, but as I was falling asleep, I, you know, somebody, it was, you just kind of, but you just kind of got up in my ear and they're like, maybe just, maybe, just maybe cleanse your house tomorrow. You know, just like maybe yeah, clean up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do some. And yeah. I, and I remember falling asleep and like, yeah. Okay, I can I can do that. Yeah, all right, I will. Um, but I have not had that in a long time. And and to have it as you're going to sleep and to be so like defiant, it was a little freaky mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. That is pretty freaky. That's pretty yeah. freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you cleanse today? Uh-huh. No. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, I have. I certainly did. He's going to come I'm back certainly- and like lick your feet. <laughs> probably and that is the thing it felt like is it felt like it was if it was to do anything it wasn't gonna like do anything hard. it would have just been weird you know mm-hmm. it's like kind I'm of just freak gonna come, just yeah gonna come be weird near you i'm just you know gonna get I mean? like right by your ear and be like blah, 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 blah. yeah exactly exactly yeah. kind of give me give me a wet willy you know oh yeah yeah all right well that being said should we flip a snack uh for who goes first i don't have a snack but i have a big lighter well, flip a bick. TM. All right. Do you want empty side or bluebird side? I'll take empty side because, you know, I am empty inside. Oh, 
Such a rebel. <laughs> Bluebird side, bruh. Okay, dude. Uh, I have it on the whoopa. Open this, please, when I click on you. Why aren't you working? There we go. It's called Listener Stories, and the first one's yellow, and it starts off Ashley. It's Ashley. All right, let me, I'm going to light up some, I'm going to light up some juniper real quick. I think you should. As is customary. You know why you're about to get, you're about to get lit up by these ghosts. Oh. Started off with some crackle. Cool. Alright. I'm gonna blast it with my torch real quick. That's fine. Like, I need to get some of those little torches. Dude, they are great. I always wish I had them when I when I don't. And then I go to buy them, and then I'm like, mm, I don't really need this, do I? See, I've become so spoiled that like when I don't have one, I almost like don't even want to light things because <laughs> like they light the bundles so well that it's like a lighter just doesn't do as good of a job and sometimes i want that good burn you know yeah 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 yeah. and sometimes i can't light a charcoal disc with like a regular lighter uh torches yeah big time and it's like satisfying to light one of them with a torch you just like blast it and then it's done you're gonna fucking start when i tell you to yeah and then it does the little like oh, little yeah. poppies and it's I love that over. You know, I could just smell, this is probably awful, chemical, horrible, but I could just smell the smell of one of those, you know, after they light up before you put any stuff on it. Yeah, that's the way they smell. smell. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I like Mm it. Listen, I have a story for you. This first story, sent by Ashley. It's cool. Oh, here we go. I'm going to get comfy. (laughs) It's cool. Well... It's cool that you're <gasps> from Canton, Texas, because I lived there from about age two to the seventh grade. I have two stories for y'all. Got a fella Cantonite. Cantonian. Got story one. Story number one. Oh. We got one story? In- we got a lot of stories. We got a lot of Sorry. stories. <laughs> it's, it's called Two Stories. <laughs> that's, the, that's the title. That's, that's the title. <laughs> When I was about 10 years old, I lived in a house with my mom, dad, and two brothers. For the last year that we lived there, there was this little girl who would come visit my bedroom at night. She was roughly eight years old, blonde hair, blue eyes, and wearing a checkered blue and white overall type dress with a white shirt underneath and wearing her hair half up with a blue ribbon. She sounds very cute. She would come into my room late at night and wake me after my parents went to bed. We would play and just generally hang out, but she would never speak. I would talk to her for hours about stuff, and she never once said a word. I took to calling her Emily because I felt like that was her name. Even though she never spoke, I got the sense that she was not there to harm me, but be my friend. She was only ever with me if I was alone and really only there in the dead of night. Every once in a while, my mom would come to check on my brothers and I, and every time she did, Emily would hide behind my bedroom door. Oh my god, that's my worst fucking fear. (laughs) terrible. That's awful. Uh Uh-huh. We found out we were moving about two months before we did move, and whenever I told Emily, she started trying to get me to follow her. 
She would always walk slightly backwards as if to hide the backside of her body. This is like some sixth sense shit. Yeah, that's exactly. She eventually led me to the access point to the attic that was in the hallway directly in front of my parents' room. Oh, this girl probably fell out of the attic. Oh. She wants you to fall out of the attic, too. Oh, I wasn't allowed in the attic without adult supervision and without good reason. So I told Emily I couldn't go into the attic. Over the next two months, we spent most of our time together with her trying to get me to go to the attic. She seemed very adamant. Adamant. Finally, about a week before we moved, I told Emily that I would ask my mom to let me in the attic the next day. So the following day, after my dad went to work, I asked my mom if I could go into the attic to look for a toy I thought was up there. She let the attic stairs down and told me to be careful and not to get off the plywood so I wouldn't fall through the roof. I went up to the attic and looked around for a few moments until I saw a little bit of a dress behind some boxes. This is so terrifying. I whispered Emily's name and she peeked around at me. I think she was worried that I was my mom. She waved me over to behind the boxes and pointed to about two feet behind them in the insulation. She mimed grabbing something, so I went over there and stuck my hand in to find she wanted me to find it for her. It was a tiny photo of a family. Looking closer, I recognized the little girl as my friend Emily. She said it was her father and mother. Something about the photo made me uneasy, even at 10 years old. Emily was wearing the same outfit, and for some reason I didn't understand. I didn't like her father's face. A couple of days later, we went to the library to return all of our books since we were moving. My mom let us hang out for a few hours to read. I went to the computers and started trying to find anything I could on Emily. I finally found a few things about a little girl that was killed by a blow to the head. It didn't have a picture, but it described her outfit. It was Emily. The weirdest thing about all of this was that her actual name was also Emily. Maybe she was able to communicate, just not with words. That's a long-lasting full-body apparition. Homie, can we talk about how our brains first went to Sixth Sense? Yeah, it's what it sounds like, you know, especially yeah. like that scene, you know, the girl like is yeah. under the bed and she pushes that box out. That's yeah. like, please watch this it. tape. Yeah, it. that's spooky. I wonder if there's something about saving energy by not speaking to like allow yeah. the scene longer if you don't use the energy to speak. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, that would make sense, you know, if you just kind of like pantomime. Also, and every time I open a door, some part in my lizard brain goes, there's a ghost behind it. So I, like, me too. to just be that was what was happening. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Oh, woof. Story number two. I am 25 years old and I am married, so I don't live. Oh, so I don't live at home. However, I don't get to see. God damn it. However, since I don't get to see my mom all the time and we are rather close, I go and stay with her. I go and stay at her house to spend time with her. When I do stay, I sleep in my brother's room. He's in the army, so he isn't home. The first time I stayed over in her house, which she has only lived in for like four years, maybe. I was sleeping with the lamp on, per usual, as I'm scared of the dark, and probably about 2 or 4 a.m., I was woken by the bedroom door opening and a dark-haired woman, who I assumed was my mom, coming into the room. I told her in my sleepy state that I was okay and to go back to bed and then rolled over and then pulled the covers back up. She came and sat on the bed, shifting me slightly with the weight of her sitting down. She then started stroking my hair, which was reminiscent of whatever she would do when I was a child. I soon fell back to sleep. The next morning, I went and asked my mom why she came into the bedroom during the night. 
She said she did not and asked why. I told her what happened and she laughed it off and said it must it must have been a dream. So I kind of forgot about it and didn't think about it again until the next time I stayed at her house. I stayed the night again, sleeping with the lamp on, as usual. I woke up just barely to, quote, my mom sitting on the bed again. <laughs> uh. I don't like that. This time, she was sitting, stroking my hair and humming an unknown tune to me. I felt safe and protected, so I went back to sleep. The following morning, however, I asked my mom, and she said that she didn't come into the room and that it was weird that I had this dream both times when I was there. I told her I didn't think they were dreams. She doesn't want to believe that her house is haunted, because why would you? But I fully believe that there was a very kind ghost lady that just for some reason wanted to take care of me. Even hmm. so, I now sleep with the door locked and lamp on, and I never want to see the lady again. I want, is your mom sleepwalking? <laughs> I love that's where your brain goes, because immediately I'm like, yeah, that's your, cause she's, she's going to lull you into a false sense of security <laughs> and snap your neck. <laughs> All right, our next story is from Shannon. Let me start this off with a story I can already hear you girls snort laughing at, because I still do, and I feel like a little girl again saying something naughty. My my mother-in-law was married to Robert Raphael, better known in the family as Little Dick. Needless to say, his father's name was Dick also, thus I guess he was known as Big Dick. Much yeah. to his wife's enjoyment. Anywho, mm. I digress. Unfortunately, he could not handle his participation in World War One, committing suicide when his mom was eight months pregnant with husband, or when when mom was eight months pregnant mm-hmm. with husband. Okay, so when husband was two years old, mom married Richard Aubrey, known to all as Dick. Yeah. My husband and I had been dating for about eight months. We've both been married before. So when we went to his parents' house to do some outside cleaning, when we went to his parents' house to do some outside cleaning, while husband and hubby and dad were on the roof cleaning, mom, who I knew as Helen at the time, approached me and said, I just wanted to let you know that Dick and I are getting a divorce. I told her I was sad for her 41-year-old, uh, her 41-year marriage ending, uh, but as long as she and dad were happy, that's all that mattered to my then-boyfriend and I. She thanked me and began to gush about her male friend. He had hmm. bought her diamonds, emeralds, gold bracelets. Hey, where can I get one of them? <laughs> she and dad had traveled with this man uh, and his wife for 25 years. When his wife took ill, Helen helped look after them and their six children. His wife passed away, and now he and mom were together. She continued on, and I inquired of his name. She replied, Dick. Then nonchalantly looked at me and said, hmm, I must have a thing for dicks. S- sounds like it. That's lady. what I was going to say earlier. I didn't know if it was too far. <laughs> I about fell out and peed my pants laughing. It wasn't for years after hubby and I got married that she really thought about that statement. Uh, And we bring it up every few years for the new generation to hear. Mom and dad lived in a really cool two and a half story house. How do you have a half story? Like a a loft? Like a little attic space. Uh, A full basement with a bedroom, bathroom, large work area. And she had painted it beautifully as well as made dolls. Um... Oh, she handmade dolls meticulously with hand-sewn clothing, like Victorian dresses. It was the bomb. 
you can still find her dolls for sale. Ooh, hey, hey. And a three-car garage. The main floor was two bedrooms, two baths, a huge kitchen, chef's setup, complete with two stoves, two sinks, two refrigerators. Jesus! And Aww. a walk-in pantry the size of a one-car garage. The loft, yeah, okay, so I guess that was loft. The loft was where the pool table and dartboard was with a rail overlooking the kitchen. The house was set back off of a dredged canal off of uh, the St. John's River. It was really spooky at night with the dark cedar house, huge oak trees, and 10 to 15 feet of long Spanish moss swaying in the breeze. That sounds so pretty, that though. That does. Hearing the alligators bellow, never mind, I take it back. Sweet. Hearing the alligators bellow and frogs chirp on 10 acres, all with no street lights. Mom and dad. Bellowing alligators sound like. That's what I'm picturing. You just hear a whole bunch of like. (laughs) (laughs) It's they they just sound like car alarms. Uh, mom and dad would tell lots of supernatural encounters but two i remember the best due to dad's snoring they slept in rooms on opposite sides of the house on the main floor one more on more than one occasion uh they would be startled awake by the antique grandfather clock at the base of the stairs on the edge of the kitchen. It began to uh, to chime. They kept the chime feature off due to the low, boisterous, yowling chime. So even with it being turned off, it would start to mm. chime. In the beginning, they would call the police, who would come out and find nothing, of course. One weekend, my oldest uh, extra daughter spent the night at Grandma's, aware of the spooky stories and of the uh, the spooky setting of the house. Her and a friend slept up in the game room, feeling that they would be undetected by the spirit, and they were right. The clock struck. Mom and Dad came out. Our daughter and her friend peered through the rail, and nobody <laughs> saw a thing, of course. After it stopped, the two girls ran down and slept in the safety of Grandma's arms. <laughs> <laughs> On many other occasions, uh, on many other occasions, mom and dad would hear boxes being thrown in the basement. Mm. Hmm. They kept assembled boxes ready to ship out dolls, molds, clothing, painting, etc. Every time they went down to check the boxes, they were neatly stacked against the wall, just as they had been when they had left mm. them. The apparition, the apparition never bothered mom and dad, really. It uh, seemed friendly enough. Never caused any harm, seemed kind of playful, and would visit frequently. When mom told me about the divorce, boyfriend and I had just, oh, when mom told me about the divorce, boyfriend and I had just moved to a uh, a new home. Within a few months, things would be altered. Uh, let's see, utensils in odd places around the house, cabinets left open, stuff like that. I can't explain why, but after a few instances, I called Helen and asked her if the visitor was still at her house. She said, that's so weird. Why do you ask? Dick and I were just talking about how nothing has happened in a month or so. Oh, good. I didn't, I didn't tell her, uh, but I told my boyfriend that I thought it was his biological father, uh, his biological father, unhappy with Helen's decision to divorce and mm-hmm. get with this third man. Activity mm-hmm. went on for a couple of years sporadically. With our next move, we made it legal and got married, became the Brady Bunch. We moved to the country. Uh, Like here, country is put in quotations. We moved to the country. (laughs) Uh, The spoon and cabinet replacement came with us to the new house. But like mom, the activity never really bothered us. 
but to mu- much to our dismay, ceased after a few months. We feel dad had finally finished crossing over and um, was was finally at peace. Our house was a long ranch style split floor plan. There was a long hallway on the kids side of the house with a bedroom and bath on both sides, a large playroom, bedroom, bathroom at the end of the hall. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, I hit I hit a thing and I didn't know if I disconnected it. At this point, we had four girls, uh, ages 21, 13, 11, and 11, my bio- biological two uh, being the ones in the middle. We had an adopted son when he was also 11. Unbeknownst to me, daughter number three, uh, Sarah, had begun her... Yeah, Sarah had begun her walk in the craft. Over time, she introduced me to magic and new parts of our lives just opened. One evening, I had reminded Sarah to turn her bathroom light off when she left the room. She came back and complied. A few minutes later, I returned to find the light on again. I called out to her again, and she said she and her siblings had been in the playroom slash her brother's bedroom since she turned out the light the first time. I went to the bathroom and called Sarah in. I knew she was meticulous about her towels. They were evenly folded and hung vertically vertically stacked against the mirror. At this moment, the towels were meticulously angled at 11 and 4 on a clock. So I guess the towels in the bathroom that are normally very neat and stacked are all screwed up at this point or like in a different way. Uh, and it's like a reverse of like sleeping with the enemy. You know, she knows he's back when the towels are all lined up. Have you ever seen sleeping with the enemy? No, but I want to. Really? I've always, it's oh, always been one of those movies that I've always wanted to see. Like, I've never actually seen Start to Finish War of the Roses, and I, and I, I want Oh, to. that's a good one, too. I, I, like, the halfway point is about where I always start. Mm. Um, okay, let's see. Our friend was back. Sarah and I took out the Huichi board, cast our circle of protection, and carefully opened the veil. We connected with a young girl who gave the number, ooh, gave the number 1897. We assumed she was one of the first inhabitants of this little country town. We think her name was Anne. I am a uh, special education instructor. My my babies were taking the practice state uh, assessments in the computer lab. The computer lab where I work has two rows of eight computers on both sides and line the wall. Sarah and I had turned every computer monitor off and we started out of the door. I turned to shut the lights off and found that the monitors in the row on the right wall were all turned on again. I giggled and turned them off, leaving, turning to leave again. I turned and found the other row of computers were all turned on. Sarah went and turned them off. I would be so irritated. Just one, just like each side is like, I just want to go home. (laughs) We once again, we once again turned all the computers off and yeah, you got it. The other row was turned back on. Pissy, after a long day of work and tired of this game, I sharply said, Anne, that's enough. It's time to go home. My heart became heavy in the the coming weeks as we realized we would never see Anne again. (laughs) I'm sorry. Will you stop that? (laughs) You like get onto her and she never comes back. I either upset her by putting my foot down or she misunderstood by, oh, this makes sense. She misunderstood what I meant by home when she said it's time to go home oh. and just like finished crossing over. Yeah. <laughs> either way. Yeah, I guess I should get back to crossing over. Yeah. Oh, God, I guess I got to go home now. Come, heaven, here I come. Uh, <laughs> either way, we have never been visited by dad or Anne ever again. Sadly. I did that. Oh. It's so 
Dude, can you imagine? You're just a kid. And you're like flipping all the computers on. You're like, teehee, teehee, and get yelled at. <laughs> and you just, you just cease to exist. Yeah, you just vaporize. Yeah. All Ooh, right. Lord. This next story was sent in by Kayla. Whoa. And it starts out, buckle up. Love that. In September of 2019, my husband and I moved into our new home in southeastern Michigan. I was seven months pregnant with my daughter and was already large and miserable and tired from renovation on the house. I could only sleep semi-upright and comfortably in the recliner in our living room. My husband would sleep in our bed, but clear on the other side of the house. Many evenings, I would wake up around 3 a.m. and hear footsteps coming down the hallway towards where I was sleeping. I would wake and turn to look up, expecting to see my husband coming to check on me, only to see nothing, and hear the footsteps travel back down the hallway towards where my husband was asleep. I would text him and ask, did you just get up and check on me? And he would reply back, no, but I heard you get up and come down here. Was that not you? I never felt the presence as being evil, but I felt looked at and uncomfortable. Whenever I'm in my basement, I get the same creepy, I am being watched, stalked feeling, and still do to this day. Mm. Weeks and months later, my husband and I would be sitting in our living room watching TV when we would hear a loud bang or like something had fallen off the walls in our garage, as well as in our basement. This happened a handful of times and it always scared me. It sounded like someone was in the house. My husband would always go investigate while I would sit frozen in fear, waiting to hear from him, yell out what it was he found that had fallen. But every time he looked, there was nothing to be found. When my daughter was born, November of 2019, the weird noises picked up. One night she was co-sleeping with us and I had an awful dream where I imagined all three of us were in our bed sleeping, but a terrifying, grotesque hag, kind of like or it says, think the movie Mama from 2013. Gross. Ew, no. That's gross. Yeah, I don't like that. Was hovering above us perpendicular, maybe six or so inches at most, just floating there. And she was staring directly at my sleeping infant daughter who was snuggled right between us. When I rolled over in my dream towards the middle of the bed and saw the hag, the hag then turned her face on me sharply and opened her mouth super wide Ooh. while simultaneously grabbing my baby by the chest with her left arm, ripping her upwards and throwing my daughter out of our bed towards the ceiling. I woke up so fast, sat up, and grabbed the air before I was truly awake enough to know that it was just a dream. Talk about mom reflexes. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I instinctively reached for my daughter to save her, but I realized my daughter and husband were totally asleep and undisturbed. I was awake most of the rest of that night and heard shuffling noises coming from my daughter's empty nursery right next door no. and was glad that she was in my bed that night instead of her crib. Burn the, the hag showed. Yeah, I know. At this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The hag showed up in my dreams for several weeks and would terrorize me. I even dreamed I was watching her crawl out from our attic space, parentheses, upside down nope. and <laughs> drop <laughs> and drop down directly in our hallway where she was in the doorway to my daughter's nursery. Our daughter has a video monitor and we constantly, even as of yesterday, see tiny orbs zoom around her at night. Her room is bright and happy, but at night it gives me the creeps and feels like you're being watched. Mm. Lastly, 
One night, a few months ago, my husband was rocking my now toddler daughter to sleep. Again, we were all in our living room and the TV was on but silent and it was late. Everyone was quiet and ready for bed. And out of the silence, my daughter woke up, spit her bottle out and said, bye-bye, 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 pointing over my husband's shoulder. She even stuck her tiny hand up to wave at something that she saw over his shoulder behind her recliner. My husband and I just froze and just stared wide-eyed at my daughter and behind the recliner, but we saw nothing there. Not moments later, it sounded like weight shifting on our kitchen floor, like someone turning and pivoting, and we heard footsteps that went down our hallway towards our bedrooms. We didn't sleep well that night, for sure. I like to think the hag was, like, sitting, and then she got called out, and she was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, (laughs) gotta get back in the attic. Slithered up back into the attic. This fucking baby's calling me out. Yeah, yeah. Every few weeks since we moved in, I have Palo Santoed and saged our home and have done floor washes as well as done salt and eggshell, front door blessings, banishings to try to make leave of whatever is attached to our house. It has been weirdly quiet for a while. And I realize by talking about this slash the entity that I hope I have not disturbed them and will let you beans know if any activity begins again. We usually feel very safe and comfortable here at home, but on those few occasions in the last year and a half or so, we have definitely been spooked. Wish us luck. Good luck, man. Good luck. Good luck. Wow. Um, She's gross. Do you see? Okay. Here, here's my thing, though. The first couple of times, I'm terrified. But you keep coming back. I get, I, I'm going to get pissed. It would get old. It would get old. If it starts getting to where it's like, I need to sleep and you keep like fucking with me in my goddamn dreams and shit. I'm like, coming for you. It. I'm yeah. Coming it's for like, you. this is enough. I'm yeah. going to fucking evaporate you at this point. <laughs> um, but she's stubborn. Well, I mean, she's been gone now lately. So it seems like hopefully yeah. she stays gone. Goddamn better be. Seal her off in a little fucking attic. Let her pace around up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Wow. Well, there next- you go. There you go. There it is. Our next story is from Liv. And this one has a bit of a a jostle of a start as well. It says, to set the tone, here is the phrase I want to start with. Always cover your mirrors when you sleep. Oh, I think, was that, did I read the wrong one? Yeah, you skipped, well, not the, we just skipped one. Did I just go down too far? Yeah. Okay. I I feel like I remember reading that. Okay. So, to preface, I suffer from CPTSD and struggle with derealization frequently as a symptom from that. (coughs) Dude, derealization fucking sucks. It's creepy. Uh, I don't know if I know what that is. Okay, so you know what, um, what's the, what's the one where you, where you zone out? D disassociate disassociate well that means yeah it kind of means yeah. a few things but yeah so it, it's a form of of like disassociation where there's like disassociation derealization and depersonalization so depersonalization is like where you no longer feel a part of your body i get that one yeah that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. one that i get like to where it's like i almost feel like the edges of my vision look different and like i'm just pulled a little bit halfway out it's one of my yeah. anxieties really really high we get back yeah yeah you'll, you'll kind of de- yeah. you can also like look in the mirror and just be like is that is that me you know what i mean is that um, like my face yeah is this like my body you know and you'll just start to it won't make sense to you i do it as a part of like my anxiety when i'm washing my hands because washing my hands is a whole fucking thing but like i'll do it and it feels like my hand you remember that game where we used to hold our arms up and let the blood drain and then you'd feel like your arms went through the floor 
Yes. Yeah. You lay on like face down on the floor. Yeah. 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 Or or when you like push your arms up against the door really hard and then you walk away and your arms kind of float up. It feels like that, but it feels, feels like my hands are slipping through each other. So like that's depersonalization. Mm. Derealization is where you're surrounded. You're still you. You're still whatever, but the world itself doesn't make sense anymore. It can become like a video. It starts to look like a video game or a comic book, or it just like gets super blurry. And that's the one that. Oh, interesting. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it. That's any of those like disassociative. That that's pretty common in like P- CPTSD, like in particular. And it's it can just happen, and it's fucking freaky. So I currently take medicine to stop nightmares. <laughs> Okay, excuse me. So they struggle with uh, uh, derealization. I currently take medicine to stop nightmares and just dreams in general, uh, since all of them are horrifying. However, lately, it has not been working for some reason. I've been having nightmares or just scary, weird dreams for a month or so before I had this specific nightmare. Oh, the nightmare ones are always (sighs) fucking wild. I like the nightmare ones, man. I have two mirrors in my bedroom. One on my dresser, which is facing my bed. And then I say, my apartment is a shoebox. There's no room for it to go anywhere else. Uh, and one is a crescent moon behind my bed on the wall. So first of all, you got two mirrors facing each other. Stop that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there are two. Oh, wait. Yeah, they go on. They say there are two mirrors facing each other, which I'm pretty sure can open portals. <laughs> so that might have had something to do with the constant nightmares. So here's the dream. I want to add a trigger warning here for unaliving, uh, for the unaliving of a character in a dream. Although it didn't actually happen, it'll make sense later, I promise. Um, let's see. There were a lot of weird parts to it, but this is the main part of what I thought was so scary. So I was sitting in this room with a couple of people, one being a woman, when I suddenly realized that I was dreaming. I remembered mm-hmm. a TikTok. <laughs> I remembered a TikTok that I saw that warned you not to tell people in your dream that you know you're dreaming. Ah, fuck, Mm. dude. But in my dream, I must have forgotten that part and told the lady, oh, I'm dreaming. This is a dream. Spilled the beans. She looked me dead in the eyes and her whole, uh, her whole, her whole, her whole, and her whole changed. And her whole composition changed and said, no, you're not. This is real life. What do you mean? I told her, I know I'm dreaming because I saw a TikTok that said. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, said to, that said to tell someone here that I'm asleep and dreaming. The lady and another guy that was in the room kept trying to convince me that they were all real. That's like, this is my biggest fucking fear right now, dude. Mm. There was a a different lady there as well that heard me say I was dreaming, which made her realize she was also dreaming. She must have been having a nightmare because she desperately wanted to wake up. I could tell that she felt scared of the woman I was talking to. She said the only way she knows how to wake up, uh, wake up is to, (laughs) is to unalive herself by jumping off a cliff Mm. that suddenly appeared. The woman told her not to do it because she would not wake up that this is real life. This is like inception, dude. Mm. But I wasn't totally convinced she was right. She egged me on and until she finally just jumped herself and I watched her scatter into little pieces, the lady looked at me and said, yeah, she actually did just pass away because this is real. Whoa. Jesus Christ. Damn it. 
So later on in the dream, a different part where I'm in a very old Victorian era house where all the carpet is velvety red and the walls were red and everything was gold and fancy. I soon realized that I was um, I was actually in the Victorian age. I was wearing the most beautiful dress and I was all spiffed up and glammed up. I looked down and realized that the woman who jumped off the cliff's pieces were in the pocket of my dress. About That's four cool. or five cool. small pieces. I'm picturing like Legos for some reason. That's really cool. She got my attention by whispering to me that she got out of the dream and she's not really dead. Um, she's She's just dead in this realm. Mm-hmm. This is, oh, dude, this is giving me the fucking creeps. I had to keep her a secret because she told me not to tell everyone that I was dreaming yeah. because it can Please be dangerous. stop telling people <laughs> this dangerous bit of information. The TikTok said, yeah, don't TikTok. do it. Remember the TikTok. Yeah, remember the TikTok. She said, I apparently was acting suspicious because the people in the house were staring at me as if they knew that I knew that I was asleep. I like I was, to think that they're just very honest as a person, which is what, you know, like they, they now they're having to keep this secret, you yeah, know, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, if they're yeah. one of those people that just like, it shows when they're lying, you know, or like, yeah, yeah. it just, they're just like, shows oh, on shit, their face. I gotta be natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cute. <sighs> I was walking around the house with a girl and a boy about my age when I came into the room, uh, where I came into a room where a string orchestra of all men were playing music. The music they were playing was slow and creepy as fuck. These men had on their best black tuxedos. Their hair was all slicked back and they looked exactly the same. They were even, they were even, they were even playing their violins and such at the same exact time, making it look like one solid movement. Then the lady in my pocket whispered to me that she found a way out of this realm through a big wall-sized mirror in the room that I was in. The girl and boy she jumped off a cliff. Yeah, but then she picked up her pieces and put her and put her in her pocket. Pick up the pieces. <laughs> God. <laughs> the girl and boy uh, knew I was dreaming, but they were they were there to help me escape. So I had to be quick so that no one <laughs> no one would know I was escaping. We linked arms and walked through the mirror together casually. <laughs> I physically felt it through my whole body when I started walking through. It it was like full body chills and a strong wave of energy just flushing through my skin. We walked through only to discover that we had walked back into the orchestra room. Dude, that's why you don't have these two mirrors facing each other. Yeah, that's scary. That's fucking scary. All the men stopped playing at once and looked at me dead in the eyes. Now I'm panicking because I know that they know that I know. It only Mm -hmm. then occurred to me that everyone there was playing a character. They seemed like this was just the norm. Just playing characters in my dreams. But now that I'm aware that I was dreaming, that made them angry. Mm. As soon as I realized that, all the characters turned themselves into me. I was staring at a room full of people with my face on the bodies of the orchestra men. They all stood still facing me until I started running around the house, trying to find the mirror that has now disappeared. Eventually, dude, I don't even. And I imagine they're just sitting there just fucking watching you run around. Yeah, that's real. And just with your own face. Face on their bodies. That's fucking terrifying. 
Eventually, I found the mirror with the girl and boy who were running with me. The Victorian people caught up to me and warned me not to go through because I will not wake up. This is oh, real life. Fucking liars. Yeah, yeah, you fucking assholes. What do you want with me? This is real life and I can't leave. They won't let me leave. In fact, I uh, die in the game. You die for die real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. What is that from? Why it's can't from I- a... It was, uh, what was that movie? What was the name of the movie? Uh, it was, uh, you die in game, game over. What was the name of that movie? Fucking a hang on. It's really good. About if you die in the I can game, hear it. Die I can hear it in the commercial. If you die in the game, you die in real, real life. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Are you, are you looking it up or I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. It, it came up. Stay alive. Stay alive. Jesus. Mother God. Okay. Anyway, uh, they won't let me leave. Uh, in fact, I, I guess I said screw it and I went through anyway because after I went through, I was safe, but still not awake. I was just in a different realm. When I actually did wake up, I don't know. Uh, I didn't know I was awake. I, st- I thought I was still asleep, but I got out of bed, took my dog out and go to the bathroom like I usually do in the mornings. If I- she walks back into an orchestra room, I'm going I'm, to no, split yeah, no, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave because this is, this is the worst. I hate yeah. this type of like, I'm a, I'm awake, oh, but suddenly I'm not awake. Like I hate yeah, that. Yeah. Um, let's see. I took my dog out. Uh, I walked outside and everything was dead silent and creepily foggy. No one was outside or even parked outside, which is usual for the, uh, which is usual for the complex I live in. I also live near a high, or I guess unusual for the complex I live in. I also live near a highway where you can always hear the roaring of cars and trucks, but it was silent. The only person I saw was the mailman, but he didn't have a face. It was just blurry. You might be you might in be a awake. wrong realm. Yeah, you might not be conscious. After I went back inside, it took me most of the day to quote unquote wake up. I was so scared from that dream that I didn't sleep the next night at all. Oh, so maybe she was awake, but she was like still halfway. Yeah, up. maybe she's like, um, like had like one the opposite of paralysis. One. Yeah, like your yeah. your body's awake, but your your brain's mm-hmm. still like what? Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. So I was so scared. I used to have nightmares all the time as a kid and never felt safe enough um, to sleep until the sun came up. I did that this time as well. I went to sleep around 9 a.m. but woke up again at around 11 a.m. For the next several nights, I barely slept and I held my husband's hand all night. So ever since that dream, all of my mirrors in my room have been covered with a towel or blanket. I wear a rubber band. Ooh, I wear a rubber band on my wrist so that I know I'm awake. And I guess that is all I can really do for now. Very vivid dreams haven't stopped, but they aren't as scary as that as that one. Yeah, that's a terrible dream. Oh, they wrote, they said, this isn't a very witchy story. So maybe not, it may be not very scary for you guys. No, dude, it was, it was fucking scary. It was, I was unnerved. <laughs> Said it scared the shit out of me permanently, and I thought this would be a good place for it. If you <laughs> permanently, guys, permanently, <laughs> if you guys have any tips on how to cleanse and lock mirrors, uh, or how to help with nightmares, please help a fellow witch out. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, for that, that's what I want to throw over to the Facebook community. 
and uh, say, what, what do you guys think? Because I don't have any suggestions. I'm not that versed in that I've kind of stuff. I've heard that uh, running water over the surface of the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like spraying running water mm-hmm. and like r- like letting that run across and like all of the surface of the mirror as well. Also holding it up to the sun. I remember that it like kind of burns the shit. Yeah, out. I remember. Yeah. Thinking, I remember that. Yeah, it like burned it. All burned out. it. Burned it out. I, I like that. That feels very. Um, feels like it gets all of it. It does. It feels good. Yeah, sterile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just there's nothing that could live through that fucking mm-hmm. heat. You know. Um, <laughs> Well, let's see. Where's where's my squadcast? Here we go. Yeah, I'm gonna throw it over there to the Facebook community, and let's let's see what can we do to help help this person out because there is nothing. God, can you imagine? Like, what if what if you just kept walking through doors, and you suddenly you just open your door five years down the line, and you're back in that like orchestra room. You're like, I'm still dreaming. Yeah. You know, it's like I a black hate mirror. that shit. There's there's an episode of American Dad of all things. Oh. Uh called Rabbit Ears that's kind like of it. like that to where like he goes into he finds like an old projection screen TV on the side of the road and like he's sleeping with it in the basement by himself and like when he's sleeping the TV turns on by itself and there's this weird like kind of like jazz show that's on mm. and it only it, but like there's nothing about it online at all and so but he notices every night when it comes on it changes a little bit but it's exactly the same the dialogue's the same but there's like little tiny things that are different or like you know instead of like putting a glass down somebody like it's super fucking creepy and then but i don't want to like give it away in case it ever but the same kind of looping type Mm. process it comes into play to like getting out of it it's really it reminds me of that it's unnerving i hate that concept i don't like yeah those are the things that get me the most i I remember Mm -hmm. there was a no sleep story about a guy who like got a he got an instant message from a friend and was like i bet you can't make it through this house of horrors and he like goes to the house and every time he opens the door the room gets a little bit it's like different rooms and they get a little like the first one's very cheap decorations and Mm -hmm. the next one's a little bit more and it just gets more and more real until finally he opens the last door and they're like congrats you made it through you win the the money that you know no one ever made it through before you win yeah he like goes all the way home, takes a shower, goes to sleep, gets up for work the next morning, opens his front door, and he's in another room of the house of yeah, no, or whatever. No, thank and you. And it just keeps nope. happening like that. Um, that 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 fucking gets me. Have you ever had a dream? Yeah, I don't like that. That you were dreaming. Like, have you ever inceptioned your, yourself like that? Had a yes. dream within a yes. dream? Ugh. Not super regularly. I'm not a big dreamer. Yeah, but I have done it before. Yeah, yeah. it's unnerving. I don't like it's it. Not good. No. <laughs> Thank goodness no. for uh, being able to know f- for certain I'm not dreaming right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, can just got that one in the bag. I Thank just know God. for sure. I just know it. This is all real. Macy, let's take a quick break from the horror, the spooks, the scares, the horror. To talk about this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes when you're listening to a scary episode like this, you might want to you might want to just get the conversation going. Yeah. You might want to reach out. And the thing is, with BetterHelp, you can do that from the comfort of your own bedroom. You can do it from the comfort of the bed under the covers in which you are hiding from the hat man. The hat man. That's right. You can send a message, like a text, an email. You can call. There's like video stuff to your counselor at any time. And the thing is, is that odds are you'll be able to find a specific counselor perfect for your needs because they have a whole wide range of expertise since they are online 
And they've even had to bring on a pile of new therapists to accommodate everyone who is opening up to talking about their mental health. There will be a therapist for you and you can change at any time. No freaking sweat. And they would love to talk to you about depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, family conflicts, trauma, grief, anger, LGBT matters, self-esteem, and and more. more. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's real, affordable, professional, confidential counseling. And Wabeans, listeners of Waba, can get 10% off their first month by going over to BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash witch, to get 10% off that first month. All right, we're rolling back. Part two. Rolling back prices. Mm. Spooky Sode number, I think, 16. Take two in the Zen room on a special day. On a, a very special day. Very special day. Why is today special? There was a birth on this day. Someone burst forth from their mother's loins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And seized the earth. Yes. In their tiny hands. Changed the course that but, everyone was on. Yeah, yeah. At least her mom's course. I mean, she at least yeah, did that. Sure, sure, know. sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But not least of all. Me and Macy's course mm-hmm. was changed forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can hear her blushing. She's and turning cringing. inside out in front of us. <laughs> it's Lyra's birthday, everybody. Everybody, wish wish Lyra a happy birthday. Yeah. It's uh, Monday. Yeah. So by the time this comes out, you it'll be belated. So shame on you for waiting for two days. Mm-hmm. But, but let her know. Mm-hmm. I mean, time isn't linear. Time so, is an illusion. You know, that's true. So if you wish her a happy birthday when this comes out, technically you wished her a happy birthday before it happened. Oh, hold on. You know what we should do? Let's play a game. Everyone, as you're hearing this in real time, project to Lyra as hard as you can, as long as you're safe and not driving and all that. Project to Lyra your, your, a color, just the name of a color. Everyone, that seems like that could be very overwhelming. She just gets blasted. Are you getting with, anything? That sounds great. Everybody just send her a color. I'm getting some purple right now. Purple. I mean. <laughs> Were you doing that? Uh, no. <laughs> was that you? <laughs> that, was the, that was the beans, man. Time in linear. I, I absolutely suggested it, but then I then my mind went blank. <laughs> I had nothing in my head. Uh, but we do have a very special uh, birthday. A birthday. It's not a surprise because you've, you've very well known about it. But we've got a Mad Lib. Birthday Mad Lib. Yeah. yeah. And are we going to make it special by making it all about Lyra and using things about her life? No, no, no. No, no. It's going to be spooky. It's going to be a spooky. Yeah, please don't do that. We're going to use uh, <laughs> scary words. Okay. And because uh, I never have the book I, and I, I'm here today. I figured. I've got the book. And the first thing I need, I need four adjectives. Sinister. Sinister. Teething. Bone chilling. Jesus, hold on. You're you're so quick at this. You are so quick. How do you do that? Macy and I, it takes us 10 years. It's because we're dumb. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I wrote bone cooling. Okay, Ooh. one more. Okay, sinister teething, bone chilling, and... Slimy. slimy. I like slimy. Using that a little bit. One, two, three. 
I need three numbers. Okay. I like the numbers. Seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Did you know? Wait, what is it? Why six to three to seven? <laughs> Y'all, I felt so... I remember, I remember that joke. And I remember thinking I was hot shit. I remember like learning it and thinking, like using it and thinking it was hot shit to tell that joke. That was who I was. What's a misspelled words blood type? Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh. I don't know. Typo. Oh. Like typo. Misspelled word. This is how fucking dumb I am. <laughs> Jesus. You had good laser face. Just a- <laughs> I so now. Give me two more numbers, you guys. Se- Spooky numbers. What was the first number? 789. Oh, 789. That was one number. Yeah. Okay. One half of point three. Three. All right. You're up. Or somebody's up. Am I? Are you sure you have enough room? Yeah, I got plenty of it. I literally can't. Did my dog my do that to your leg? Possible. That's a good one, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, they got you good. Oh, it's probably New Bruce. Tattoo. Bruce is bad about it. <clears throat> well, so one more number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh, Jenny. Eight six seven. I love the dude in the background. He's there and he's charging. He's ready for it. He's backup man. Charging. Give me the name of a famous person. He's famous. 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 Um. David Bowie. Oh. Oh. Fame. <laughs> that was a beautiful. From the movie Labyrinth. <laughs> On the tits impression. Fame. <laughs> Give me a plural noun. Bats. Ooh, very, very, very to the point. <laughs> a body part. Small intestine. Damn, dude. Gross. That does seem gory. We're going to need three nouns, regular nouns, three nouns, all the nouns. Take it away, or Guillotine. Oh. <laughs> Another. I'm just, mm, chastity belt. Oh my God. Huh? I'm thinking of all of the torture devices that we saw in medieval times. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is stretchy board. <laughs> noun, one more noun. Mace. Nice. Oh. Nice. I was confused. Not like Macy, like a, like a, you know, the spiky ball thing. Wait, that is a mace, right? Yeah, that is a mace. Uh, body part, plural. Plural. Plural body part. Severed legs. <laughs> I wrote servers legs. And the last one, this is fun. Mm. This, is, this, is fun. this is a special, special one. I need the name of a serial killer. Oh. Huh. I want to be classic and go with Ted Bundy, but I think I think I'm bitches gonna... love Ted Bundy. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go a little off center and go with uh, John Wayne Gacy. Oh, oh he's a freak. <laughs> Bit, no bitches love John Wayne. No bitches love John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> okay, it's time for me to click this button here that says "Go Mad." No bitches love. John no bitches Wayne love. Gacy. That's a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. No bitch ever loved John Wayne Gacy. And it's like the sad clown, clown face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gross. I hate it. That makes me feel dirty. He's got a pretty sad looking mustache. Oh, no. Sad looking face. Life. Yeah. Well, okay. existence. I mean. <clears throat> this one's called Serial Killer. Oh, my. Except it's called Serial Killer Ad Lib. 
because this is not this is not sanctioned oh. by the Mad Libs. Oh, okay. Uh, this is generic. Yes, yeah. Okay. Robert Forrestor was a sinister man. Mm. He was always the teething type. Ew, 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 ew. ew. I don't like that. <laughs> he never hurt anyone until seven, eight, nine years ago. <laughs> I don't I don't really fucking know, but what are those years? <laughs> he was even oh no, he was even the one who killed David Bowie. Whoa! oh no he used different things to murder people with even bats (laughs) (laughs) he once even shoved a man's small intestine into a guillotine he was inspired by john wayne gacy he took souvenirs from his victims, such as severed legs. <laughs> he was then caught by a bone-chilling policeman oh. because of the... Sl- oh, no, guys. I can't read this sentence. He was caught by a bone-chilling policeman because of the slimy smell coming from his chastity belt. Ah! <laughs> no. <laughs> Gross. Gross. He had over one half of point three bodies <laughs> <laughs> in his home. He was sent to prison for eight, six, seven, five, three, <laughs> oh, nine years. Awesome. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That was the best birthday gift I've ever seen. I know. Even severed legs. Wow. That's the one half of a third (laughs) body part. (laughs) Just legs. Lyra, can we permanently have you just here to like soundboard in the yeah. background yeah we don't we don't know how to use a real soundboard so we just have lyra do the yeah. effects for I do us a great lois griffin do you really? give it oh Peter. oh my gosh good. whoa somebody <laughs> hire her <laughs> <laughs> on that note i gotta get out of here i gotta go hustle for money at a pool hall <laughs> wait really yeah i believe oh. that it was I, yeah i believe it okay all right cats this has been excellent. This has been excellent. All this has been excellent. It was great to see that it. was it. All right. All right. Thank you. This thank is you where for I your presents. <laughs> thank you for your present. Your pre- oh, hey, thank you for your present. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> That's how all the best birthdays end. I'm going to take, I'm going to assume my not my normal uncomfortable sit stance. Why don't you put it back on you in the chair? I, I don't know how to explain this to people. I like to sit in a way that makes me look uncomfortable. You just look like laser. Uh, well, you look very fine. stiff. All right. So we should move into our second batch of stories. Yeah, after that intermission. After <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I don't remember who wrapped <clears> up last <throat> time. So shall we start this brand new, brand new day, brand new story time? Like uh, flipping the bick. You finished last time. Well, then you go then. Fine. I know that because I edited it this morning. Oh, yeah. Listener, why can I not find mm-hmm. it? I'm going to seem like such a dick if you actually didn't. All right. Let me see. All right. Listen, I'm going to tell you a story, Charlie. Whoa. This was sent in by Monet. So it's not your story. No, it's not my story. I didn't write it. 
But I'm going to read it to you anyway. Are you ready? Give it. All right. I have a story from my childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My cousins had a cabin in the woods. Great start. I know. Where we stayed for family reunions. It was in a group of cabins, so we weren't in the middle of nowhere per se, but it was pretty out there and on its own. My cousin and I were probably about 10 to 12 years. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. My cousin and I were probably about 10 to 12 years old. I can't remember exactly. Old enough to be wandering in the woods on our own. We, my cousin my age, her younger brother, who's probably about eight, and I were exploring, dicking around as kids do, down one of the dirt roads. We came upon an abandoned cabin. It must have always been there, but we had never noticed or explored it. We went off of the road and walked through the tall grass up to the cabin porch. Two porches away. Two porches away. (laughs) That's two porches away. That's two porches away. Before we entered, we decided to do a perimeter check. Gotta stay safe, Mm. you know, around the house. When you're entering an abandoned house that you found in the woods, you gotta be safe. Always be safe. The porch had rotted away toward one side, and my cousin peeked his head under only to reel back, yelling. Mm. There was a dead deer that had climbed underneath the porch. It smelled terrible. Of course there was. It had been rotting for a while. For some reason, we did not see this as an omen to get the fuck out, and we still... Hey, I didn't at the cemetery either. It was like, oh, a deer! (laughs) We still walked up the porch and entered the house. The door was locked. But one of the front windows was broken, so we climbed in. The kitchen was very horror movie-esque. Broken teacups on the ground, shattered glass, tan sheets covering couches. There was a wooden spiral staircase that led up to the second floor. My cousin and I stuck to the kitchen, but her younger brother began wandering towards the stairs. They were broken in places and rickety. I immediately was like, don't stand on those. They could break. And he ignored me, of course, and began to climb the stairs slowly. Rustin. Is this just you and Rustin? <laughs> yes. Yeah. My cousin and I watched as he made it about halfway up before stopping. It was quiet. And he was debating taking the next precarious step. And then from upstairs, we heard footsteps. <clears throat> I remember them being loud, intent, and heavy. I looked at my cousin, saying with my eyes, Did you fucking hear that? And she looked back at me in pure fear. My cousin turned back to us and fearfully jumped back down the stairs and we all ran out of the house. Yeah. After we were all back on the road, I looked back at the house and in the window of the second floor, I saw a figure looking out. It was black. I don't know if it was a shadowy person or it was just too far away and it had been a real person up there. All I know is we were all terrified, and that feeling is back, even just typing this. My cousins didn't see the shadow, and I didn't mention it. By then, we were already running back to our own cabin, and I didn't want to speak of the shadow or the experience again. Hope you enjoyed the story. I sure fucking didn't. (laughs) (laughs) How do children not just constantly, just constantly get fucked up by shit like this? I don't know. When you're young, you make such... Dumb decisions. Yeah, very impulsive. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, oh, boy. Boy, goodness. I've got a story for you. Mm-hmm. It's also not my story, but mm-hmm. it is a story. It's from Fia. The spooky house is what I call the house I grew up in from about the age 
ages 11 to 18. My parents bought 10 acres when I was nine years old, and we lived in a trailer there while my dad built the house. I don't remember any strange happenings while living in the trailer, and my first few years in the house were fairly normal. My sister and I uh, had basically identical bedrooms in the front of the house with bay windows. Love a bay window. With window seats. I really wanted to love the window seats Mm. that ruined it for me Mm. i was excited about these windows During the first several years, I developed a fear of the dark. There were often scratching noises at my window that were unsettling. Mm. And I just ignored them the best I could. One morning before school, my sister was arguing with my mom. She was showing our mom three long scratches on her forearm. Demon. Bread demon. (laughs) Claiming. Bread demon. (laughs) I'll scratch you. Uh, Claiming they'd appeared overnight and that something had scratched her. My mom said that my uh, sister must have done it to herself in her sleep. I think this may have happened again, but my sister didn't try to mention it or any other occurrences to the family after that. When she went to college and I was 12 or 13, I moved into my sister's room. This is when things started to get creepier. The scratching noises at the window, like trees scraping against it, happened at this window too, but they came more often until it was being scratched and tapped on for hours every night. I would just be like, no, I've had enough here. Eventually, I realized that there were no trees anywhere near our house. Creepy. Okay. I drowned out the noises as any normal teenager would with very, very loud music. Mm. Cry! (laughs) <laughs> or why I have to scream and <laughs> say things I don't mean. Um. Oh, I started hearing light footsteps on the floor in the kitchen and offices, usually followed by the click clacking sounds of typing on a keyboard. I walked into the kitchen so many times looking for one or both of my parents. Not one of these times were either of them there. Most, if not all, of these times I was actually home alone that happened at the forney house a lot i would always hear people working in the office mm-hmm. and nobody was ever in there it was the worst at night because my that's bedroom, what i mean yeah, yeah it was it was across from that and sometimes the light would be on yes uh and you would hear like the rolly chair yeah. i would roll. sleep in the living room on mm-hmm. the couches pretty mm-hmm. regularly and it would always just sound like somebody was just in there fucking off listen there's just some ghosts trying to get their goddamn taxes done Yeah, that's all the time, all the what, time. what if that's your attorney oh, god is it's like the day before filings due yeah and you're constantly stressed yeah And this is like your eternal payback for never paying your taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, gosh. Okay. So most of those times I was actually at home alone. This happened so many times that I started ignoring these noises. Yeah, you get to that point Mm -hmm. where it just becomes background noise. They became such a norm, as did the scratching on the window, that I almost forgot to be scared of them. At some point when I was 14 or 15, I almost died in the house. It was a minor incident and I was saved by a dream. Maybe I'll tell that one day if you like. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder in hindsight, hindsight, though, if something caused it or if that was the catalyst for things that came later in my life. Most likely both. Nights were continuously fearful. I became more and more afraid of the dark in that bedroom. There were nights that I slept with the light on simply because at some point in the evening, I became paralyzed with fear on the bed and didn't want to sleep off of it. So I didn't change, brush my teeth, take out my contacts or turn out the lights. I don't even know how I got myself under the cover some nights. I don't know how often this happened, but it was enough times that I started keeping a case for my contacts nearby. 
I hate being paralyzed with fear. Yeah. It's so um, it's helpless. Not, it's not good. It's, yeah, it's yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah. My best friend at the time, and uh, who is still a good friend today, she admitted that every time she spent the night with me, uh, numerous times over the years, I was always restless in my sleep. She said I always woke her up without being fully awake myself by being particularly restless or gasping, etc. Right around one, uh, right around a certain time every night. I only remember it was at a time, a significant time, because it was either midnight or 3 a.m. Okay, one night I was half asleep, and I had what I had thought could have been a dream. But I'm certain it was a real experience, Macy, with the doll. Um, I woke up to a banging on my door. Immediately, I knew there was someone bad on the other side. Evil bad. This knocking was incredibly loud, at least mentally, if that makes any sense. I remember pulling up the covers and just continuously rattling off the Lord's Prayer. I don't remember anything else about it at this point, but eventually it was over and he didn't get in. It was one of the scariest moments I've ever experienced. One morning I woke up with three scratches. Ooh, again, I woke up with three scratches down my forearm and they looked just like the ones my sister had shown us on hers. But I didn't bother showing my mom uh, because I knew that she would doubt it just the same. As she had done before. Another night. See, this is why if I if, if a kid ever tells me something. I'm, I'm believing it. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Let, I, mm-hmm. Yep. Another night I was laying in bed and in my mind's eye, I suddenly had a vision. Uh, ooh, gross. Of a clown's face. Mm. A very scary clown's face with a very scary feeling behind it. I'm not scared of clowns. This clown was not okay. Mm. After speaking with my sensitive, uh, intuitive slash spiritual boyfriend the next day, he was very angry and he seemed to think it was a demonic entity. I definitely believed him. Uh, He told me that he later warded my bedroom. At least he's looking out for you. He's like, fuck you, get out of here, clown. I wasn't sure exactly what that meant until one night long, uh, until one night not long after. My parents had gone out and I was home alone. I was in the big open living room watching Cirque du Soleil uh, because that sounds fun in a spooky house. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Why is Cirque du Soleil nice so and... fucking scary? I've, you know, I don't know if I've ever actually seen Cirque du Soleil. It's spooky. Is it really? I mean, well, it's it's there's there's a lot of clown elements. It's very like physically impressive. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, it could very easily be kind of spooky, okay. I think. Anyway, uh, at some point I saw movement in my peripheral vision. I turned to look, and again, in my mind's eye, I saw a large shadow figured, humanoid, but black and faceless, and looked as though as uh, it was wearing a black hood or a hooded cloak. I froze, afraid to breathe, and uh, afraid to breathe and draw its attention. It was the only. It was the entity facing my bedroom, two walls of which were shared by the entity in the hallway. It stood for a moment, then moved quickly as if it was running straight towards my no. bedroom. Only to collide with the wall. <laughs> it's just <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Stupid. Nerd. <laughs> Loser. Uh, only to knock into the wall. Where was I? It took everything in me not to snort out loud. Yeah, I would have wanted to laugh at that a little <laughs> and bit. burst out laughing. Because for all... <laughs> Because for all of the world, it absolutely looked like this <laughs> entity was stunned and getting up off the ground confused. Oh, my God. Then it disappeared. 
Oh, I was embarrassed. <laughs> I let out some giggles. Then I panicked a bit, but I didn't see any more entities after that and had less trouble in my room. He was embarrassed. Oh, my gosh. So embarrassed he never came back. <laughs> the jig is up. Yeah, he's... The scratches aren't scary anymore. The bangs aren't scary anymore. Fucker can't yeah. even after, walk through walls. After you see him smash into a wall. What a shit ghost. He's like, mm, okay. Later, my family... <laughs> um, Later, my family was reminiscing about the house, and I discovered that not only had my sister and I had these experiences, but my dad had heard the noises as well. He hadn't wanted to scare us at the time. The three of us never got the chance to compare notes because my mom immediately got scared and told us to stop talking about it. (laughs) When I was 17, going on 18, and about to go into college, my parents sold the house and shut down the family business. Things weren't going so well. Well... Things weren't going so well financially because my dad had a heart attack and almost died. The medical bill. Why is my Southern coming out? The medical bill. The medical bill. (laughs) The medical bills were outrageous. That was in 2004. An old man bought the house. And later, when I checked the records, it seemed that it may have been foreclosed on. The house was then bought by a couple in their 30s. I hear the husband ended up. Ooh shooting himself in his truck in the garage. Oh, my. That family still owns the house. Mm. Woof. Spooky. I can't get that mental image out of my head, dude. What, I, what, what a way to take the take the scare out of something. Immediately. Yeah. And I like how she, because, like, you know, you'd think at first, like, at face value, you'd be terrified. Yes. But the sheer, I feel like it almost, it would break your brain. It would bypass fear. Absurd. Because what you're looking at is so unrealistic yeah. and ridiculous yeah. that you would almost just be like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you just fucking, what? Um, and I like to picture it, like, doing a little, like, over the shoulder back yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you, see, see, it? Did you see that? I like to think that he thought he was so cool, like, showing up shadowy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to dart into your bedroom. sprint down the room and be he's super like, scary. Ooh, making sure that, like, he can, he's seen by yeah. her. And he can go through walls. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get goddamn right he can. I like to imagine, too, it made a thump. When he hit it. Yeah. Like, even though he's a ghost, yeah, yeah, it wasn't just like, yeah. it was like a don't like shook the paintings yeah. on the walls. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you hear yeah. him like hit the, you hear like his little knees hit the ground, <laughs> you know? It's like the Peter Griffin thing. He just, <sighs> yeah. And then just disappears. Yeah, shit. Crosses that, over. Was that warded? Yeah. yeah and he evaporates. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so dumb. I love it. I love him. Yeah. 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 What a way to take it from scary to adorable. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a, um, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis and Beetlejuice. Yes. You know, like they don't know how to haunt yeah, yeah, at yeah. first. They don't quite know what to do. Yeah. 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 They're just kind of wearing a sheet. Yeah. And, He's just trying to like Naruto, Naruto <laughs> yeah, run, run down the hallway. <laughs> Face first. Slams into it. Okay. Woof. Okay. I'm real self-conscious ever since you said I look like laser. I'm trying to. You're, you don't look like laser. <laughs> I'm trying to relax. You just sit like laser sometimes. <laughs> That's exactly how laser would sit too. <laughs> Damn it. This next story was sent in by Sam. <gasps> the Samwise Gamgee? Mm-hmm. Wow. I want to hear more about Sam. <laughs> Samwise the Brave. Frodo wouldn't have gotten very far without, without Sam. Sam. Don't make fun of me, you little bitch, Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to your second spooky episode about the black-eyed children and the MIB. Don't do that. And while I listened, I experienced some weird shit. Of course. Here we go, man. <laughs> These, This is so... 
unfortunately reoccurring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a thing that happens. If you've never heard the second, the MIB Black Eyed Children spooky stuff, don't. I won't. I don't re-listen. I'm not going to re-listen. I don't. It was hard enough to record it and get it out. Oh, and to do all the research on it. Dude. And then the weird shit that kept happening that whole week. Oh, yeah. And awful. then and then to hear everything else that everyone, yeah. when they, and here's another one. Here here's another one. I was listening to the episode while doing some cleaning around my house, and I was home alone, with the exception of my dog Gizmo. Gizmo. Oh. Guillermo. Yeah. <laughs> Guillermo. <laughs> Everything was going fine until the part of the episode where Macy discusses the MIB. That's what it that's um, it's what does it. They'll come for you. As soon as she began talking about the MIB, my phone decided to change podcasts completely mm. and start playing another episode. That's happened we've heard that. Yeah. Mind you, I am listening via AirPods and my phone is locked and nowhere near me, and that has never happened to me before. Yeah. Ever. And I listen to a shit ton of different podcasts. They didn't want you to hear. Anyway, so I go find my phone and change back to the episode I was listening to and continue on cleaning. Still listening to the episode, I went to go bring some clothes upstairs. And as I start walking upstairs, I have this overwhelming feeling like I'm not alone and that there's someone upstairs. Gross. I don't hear anything or see anything out of normal, but I just don't feel safe or alone. And to make matters worse, normally my dog follows me wherever I go, even if I'm just running upstairs to grab something. And he didn't follow me this time. This time he waited for me at the bottom of the stairs. Gross. So at this point, I'm a little spooked. I normally don't get spooked easily. I'm listening during the day. The sun is shining. Shades are open. It doesn't matter. That episode's creepy as fuck. That episode in particular, I'm the same way. I don't really get scared when the sun is up. But that episode... We were on edge. Yeah. Like... We recorded it in the daytime. We were so creeped out. All the creepy things that I remember happening happened... In the day. In the daytime. Yeah. It's like a mockery. Yeah. 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 Except for when my search history cleared on me. That was so fucking weird. I don't... I hate it. They do shit with your electronics. They do. Uh, after I hauled ass downstairs, I went to our laundry room to put another load in the washing machine. However, coming back into the living room area of our house, I was hit by the most intense metal or metallic-like smell. It's so strong that I'm looking to see what the hell the cause is. And after a few seconds, the smell disappears. I have no clue what it was, if this was a coincidence or if this is somehow related to the episode. I remember Macy saying she experienced some weird shit while researching. I know I'm not far along in the podcast yet, but I'm curious if anyone else has listened to that episode and experienced anything. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So many. So many. (laughs) I I swear we've probably gotten 40 emails at this point. Mm -hmm. I frequently hear things in my house, even as I write this. I've heard noises upstairs and a door shutting that I will not be investigating. My (laughs) husband is in the military and we live in England. When our neighborhood was built, an excavation turned up some very old Anglo-Saxon graves, complete with horses. But I have to say, I've never felt the overwhelming presence that I experienced yesterday or the fear that accompanied it. Thanks for reading this super long story. We take no responsibility. Waba washes its hands. Yep. We made it. This. That's all we can say. Yeah. We made the episode. It has a life of its own now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a story from Jessica. 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 That There it is. Damn it. Story number one. Story number one. Oh, now you're the one clicking. I am not. Oh, it my- flashed red. Oh. Did you not click? No, my hands have been just like this. I've not done anything. Okay, great. Cool. We talked about the MIB and here they are again. Um, Story number one. I was playing a video game called 
Phasmophobia. With my younger brother and cousin and a friend. To summarize the game, you're basically ghost hunters trying to figure out the type of entities haunting specific locations. Dude, I've thought about, I have wanted to like play this with with y'all before. Really? Yeah, like it, it looks like a good time. And I've been like, I wonder if Macy would ever be down to play. I don't know who else we would play with, but like, you know. Let me, let me pop one of these ambers. Tell me about it. What, is, what are we talking about here? What kind of... So it's it looks sort of like, if I could compare it to any... Well, I don't know if... It's like a really not there, not as good version as like picture um um uh, uh, like Grand Theft Auto people, okay. right? So you get your own little person. You get to embody your own little person. And... uh you just have this book that tells you like, okay, this type of ghosts will do these things. You know what I mean? But you have to wander through the house or school or whatever. And you have to look for these signs and the game can kind of hear you. Like you can call the name of the person and they'll come and find you and stuff, but it's actually pretty spooky. But not, uh, not like five, five nights. I don't like the jumping. I like the good long creep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't like the sudden jump. I feel like it's a good long creep. And then after you, if you get caught by the ghost and you die, you still get to wander around and like hear everyone and see what they're doing. ghost too but they can't hear you cool. so the whole time you're just like listen you're like over there <laughs> okay um let's see you're basically ghost hunters trying to yeah, yeah yeah this one night we managed to find a ouija board in the game with the ouija board you are able to ask questions to communicate with the ghost to see where the entity could be or to narrow down the list of entities so i decided that i'll be the one asking the questions as soon as I asked the first question, I felt a cold breeze behind me in real life, but I didn't think much about it. I asked about five or six questions before my brother told me to get out of that room because my sanity was low and the entity can easily kill you. Yeah. So in the game, you have a sanity bar. Okay. So the more crazy shit your character okay. experiences, the more your sanity goes down. Sure. Your sanity goes okay. down, the easier you are to kill. Not in real life. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, get out of yeah. your sanity's okay, low. Okay. That's where I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? <laughs> um, let's see. Mm. Because it can easily kill you. Okay, within these 10 minutes, my room in real life was feeling a bit colder than before. When I left that room in the game, my younger brother said, hey, your mic kept making static sounds, which is weird because it never does that before. And then he tells me it happened happened while I was using the in-game Ouija board. I didn't think much of it because of technical difficulties. Uh, I told him to let me know if my mic does it again. That game ends and we play four more. In each of those, we do come across the Ouija Ouija board again, but I didn't use it until the last time. As soon as I ask the first question, is someone here? My younger brother blurts out, it did it again, but keep going. (laughs) So I start asking other questions. Midway through my second question, I felt something very cold touch my shoulder and I stopped talking. My dog ran out of the room at the same time and then my character dies. Mm. <laughs> After that game ended, I turned off my computer without saying anything and I <laughs> and I went to talk to my brother about it in his room. This happened in December 2020 and I still wonder if it was my imagination. That's weird. I like to think that the ghost just saw a, a Ouija board. Yeah, didn't really I'm fuck with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, they're trying to really talk to me. <laughs> Story number two. This was on Christmas Eve, and my grandmother was spending the night in the guest bedroom. I was in a Discord chat with two of my friends around midnight. My dog was laying on my feet. We were talking about random things. I noticed that my dog lifted his head off my feet, and it felt like someone was standing next to me. My initial reaction was that it was my grandmother, and she had walked out of her room to ask me something. 
But when I looked to my left, I just saw a white silhouette that disappeared within a few seconds of me looking at it. I pretend to not see and continue doing what I was doing. A week later, my grandmother was staying over again for New Year's. This was on December 30th. I got home from work around 3 p.m. and my younger brother calls me to his room saying, This morning I saw a lady in a white dress sticking her head in the guest bedroom, but I assumed it was Tia. Tia is aunt in Hmm. Spanish. Um, But she had not arrived by that point, by the way. Grandma was sitting on the couch looking towards the back door and mom was doing something in the backyard. I go back to my room and a few minutes later, my mom calls me uh, from the kitchen. As I'm walking toward the kitchen, I see the lady in a white, uh, the lady in white again at the end of the dining room. But her back is facing me. I then hear knocking and I look at the front door to see Tia knocking. And uh, when I looked back, the lady in white was gone. Mm. I don't like the back to you. I don't either. Thing. No. After he told me his story, I told him about what I saw um, or when I saw the silhouette the week before. And if he sees it to not acknowledge it, uh, if he sees her again to not acknowledge her. The strange thing is that the lady in the white dress appeared when my grandmother spent the night. I'm not sure if something has attached itself to her, but I've noticed she's been more anxious. Oh, I I feel like this is an incomplete. We need to. Is your grandma okay? Yeah. Should we? all we need to kick this bitch off of her yeah do we do all do we need to come help she has some like sad victorian woman <laughs> yeah, just latched just, onto her who's yeah. just like oh <laughs> i love how we went exactly yeah. the same place with that i knew i it was nowhere else to go it just i'm just gonna put my back to you yeah. yeah uh let's all the beans show up on on the lawn and <laughs> get ready to blast this bitch out <laughs> All, all the listeners, every single person, even if they've even heard two seconds of the podcast, everybody show up, hands out, mm-hmm. magic blazing. Yeah. yeah. Blast the bitch out. Blast the bitch <laughs> out. Dumb. All right. <laughs> Be chanting that. Okay. Sorry. This one's making me uncomfortable because I can see that it's about Bloody Mary, which really freaks me out. Really? Yes. I did not know this about you. I, I've never done it. And I've I never won't. done it. I'm not playing that yeah. game. All right. This was sent by Rain. <laughs> How pretty is that? Rain. Rain. Hi. I'm a new listener of your podcast and I love the topics you guys talk about. Whoa. I'm trying to get into scrying slash divination, but I'm hesitant because of this spooky experience. Hmm. I was about 11 or 12, and I was hanging out with a friend and her neighbor kid. And it, that's how it is when you're kids. There's just neighbor kids. You yeah, might yeah, not yeah. ever see them again, but you yeah. have, like, one memory of this yeah, yeah, random kid. Yeah. You're not even sure if you got their name at the time. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at this time, we were watching horror movies and spooky games you would play as kids, like Bloody Mary. Oh. We were absolutely obsessed with that game. To me, Bloody Mary is not a real spirit. It's just like another Jane John Doe name for spirits slash entities. Mm. We played the game at a neighbor girl's house. That's not by it means haunted. It was a modern home. Mm. We did the game in a small powder room bathroom where only one person could fit in. No. And I was the one that played the game the most because the other two were scared. One of the times I went in, one of the times I went in pitched black, I was super focused And I saw for at least two split seconds in the mirror, two solid shadow figures behind me. I screamed and ran out and they're asking me what was wrong and what did I see? I drew out one of the figures for them. They told me to go back in there because once again, they were scared and I was the only one seeing this. Second time, 
I went in. Dude, as you already had way bigger balls than me as a 12-year-old. I know. But to go back again. Yeah. No no fucking way. I, dude, I would be gone. (laughs) I would just, I mean, gone. I don't think I would have even told my friends what I saw. I'd be calling my mom. Like, can you come pick me up? You know that scene when Forrest Gump just runs out of his house? (laughs) Like, that's me. That would be me. And I I wouldn't say bye. I'd run all the way home. You wouldn't pack anything. No. You would run across America for like two years. Yeah. 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 Just to, just to, just to forget. (laughs) Yeah. And when somebody asks you why, you just say, I like running. I just like running. <laughs> Second time I went in, I was way more focused to the point that I was getting obsessive. I'm not sure if I was getting possessed because I could not feel anything. I felt no emotions at all. And I felt the most calm I ever have in my life. I didn't see anything this time, but I was maybe either possessed or tranced myself by saying Bloody Mary a lot. <laughs> I came out of the bathroom very calm and tried getting out of that state, but I couldn't. I couldn't even talk. Maybe you know, small words. That's about it. My friends knew I was not myself and asked me what was wrong, and I wasn't able to tell them. I stayed in this trance state for 30 minutes. After that, Mm. I could not look into a mirror for months because of what happened. Mm. My second theory is I tranced myself because when doing mirror scrying, you have to be tranced to see what you will see in a mirror. Luckily, no entities followed me after that incident happened, but I feel I want to do mirror scrying again and use it in my craft. I have a feeling I won't be able to trance myself unless I use Bloody Mary. (laughs) You probably still can. Yeah. Yeah. Cleanse the mirror. Yeah. You can just pick a different incantation. Probably what did it was just the repetition. Yeah. You know, it's just a, a... that's that mm. kind of just helps induce a trance state. Pick a mantra, but like a nice mantra, yeah. you know, like not Bloody Mary, yeah. not Bloody Mary. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to say it a third time. Mm-hmm. Also, the first thing that came to mind when they said like only small, they can only say like small, short words is sugar, sugar, water, water. more sugar, water. <laughs> okay. Our next story is. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why it came out like that. Our next story is from D. That's right, the D Reynolds, mm. sweet D. Mm-hmm. I have three stories. I tried real hard and I kind of fluffed it at the beginning, but it was turned out okay. It sounded like a dove. Three. I have three stories. Feel free to share what you'd like. I'll use the sandwich method of good, not so good, and good. Hey, I like the honesty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before departing on this move. I stopped to visit my parents, who still live in my childhood home. An adorable 1920s bungalow home with a sprawling garden. My parents are kind people with a soft spot for rescuing cats. Not too long ago, their very affectionate tuxedo cat Marcus passed unexpectedly. As I walked in the door, I felt the sensation of a cat rubbing against my leg. I turned to... I turned... I looked down to scoop up their living cat, Trudy. 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 Cute. Uh, She put in parentheses, toots. (laughs) But she was not even in in the same room. I told my parents. They shared a knowing smile and said that they believe it to be Marcus and they can feel him jump on the bed at night or when they go to put their shoes by the door. That's sweet. Sweet little Marcus. Marcus and Trudy. Toots. I love the name that they, I like the names they mm. pick for their cat. I yeah. like people names for animals. Yeah. Bruce. Bruce. My husband and I are high school sweethearts and have been together for 13 years now. I lost my place because I fucked up. 
There has always been a sensation of being drawn to him. The first time he wrapped his arms around me, there was such a strong sensation of home and wholeness. I knew in my bones that he was my person. Just a little background, so you understand why I didn't get get the hell out of Dodge when weird shit started happening. (laughs) The first night sleeping over, I awoke to him standing on the bed, straddling me, glaring down at me. I promptly hauled ass and flipped on all the lights, startling him awake. He was completely unaware of what had occurred. This was just the start. His night terrors continued to progress over the years. We bought our first home, a 1900s adorable cottage, only to have the night terrors and shadow people become more prevalent. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. His depression was also developing. Paranoia, along with an overwhelming sense of dread, also came. A good night's rest was hard to obtain. He was frequently awoken to looming black figures or the crawling sensation of being uh, watched, sending him into a panic. Being raised extremely conservative with no experience or knowledge of shadow people, I was at a loss on how to help. Leaving Christianity a few years ago, Leaving Christianity years ago, I was developing into a baby witch and started to research and understand what was going on. I started cleansing and attempting uh, protections, feeling a bit silly at times, Mm -hmm. as always happens. Mm -hmm. Among the countless scary nights uh, where he... Ooh, gross. (laughs) Among the countless scary nights where we feared our lives were in danger, there was one occurrence we were able to laugh at. I was asleep. My husband jolted upright in bed, clapping his hands and yelling at the quote-unquote, cats, to get off of his clothes he had put out for the next day. I reassured him that there were no cats on the dresser, and he replied, half awake, want to fucking bet? (laughs) (laughs) I love sleepy people talking. It's so funny. And I love the phrase, want to fucking bet? And I can hear it like, want to fucking bet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to fucking bet? (laughs) I know there's goddamn cats over there. What a fucking bet. We ended up selling our first home about five years um, after about five years and moved four hours away. While he still does see shadow people, it is no longer as prevalent as it was. He's in a much better place mentally and spiritually. Frequent cleansings, protections, and a dream jar seem to help. They just love to fuck with him when we sleep, and I need my eight hours. So any more, and I'm more pissed off than I am freaked. Mm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am stronger and more confident in my practice. A huge thanks to the both of you. Oh, my goodness. Oh. We have been on the road for one week now uh, with our move to the Pacific Northwest. Say hi to Bigfoot for me. I was going to say, say hello to all the ghost problems you're about to start having Yeah, there's a lot of that up there, too. (laughs) Uh, We've been exploring and camping along the way. Thankfully, no shadow people have been seen. No, you get less shadow people up there and more, like, aliens and Bigfoots. Yeah, high strangeness. Mm. Yeah. While I hope that this will be the end, I know that he is still plagued by seeing them and still experiencing night terrors. And we have This Is My Mother's Story, back in my childhood home. My older brother was four years old. They had recently moved in, and he was prone to rolling out of bed. One night, the telltale sign of him falling out of bed, hitting the floor, woke my mom up. She entered his room only to find him awake and securely tucked into bed. She asked him if he had fallen out, and he said yes, that the nice lady put him back to bed. 
You can see her on occasion out of the corner of your eye, never appearing as clear or as strong as uh, from that one incident that my brother saw. I had a friend over one day and she, off the cuff, asked if my home was haunted, to which I replied, yes. (laughs) All she said was, huh, a woman just walked across your kitchen. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. That's so casual. What a casual exchange. Yeah. Is your home haunted? Yeah. Just saw a lady walk across your kitchen. (laughs) Jeez. Perhaps I will have some spooky stories to share from uh, Washington or Washington, um, Washington, six foot eleven. What is it? Weighs a fucking ton. On a horse made of crystal, he patrolled the land with a mason ring and schnauzer in his perfect hands. Here comes George. In control. Women loved to snuff in his gallant (laughs) stroll. Ate opponents' brains and invented cocaine. That's right. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. coming. That, I wasn't able to remember that. I had to keep going because it was, I was finally remembering it. Wow. He saved children, but not the British children. That's right. He saved children, but not the British children. Okay. Oh my God. What a classic. Oh, my God. What a classic. I'm proud of our brains. Yeah. He once held, an, what does he say, an opponent's hand's wife mm-hmm. hand. Uh, something, I don't remember. In a bunker. Or when the, something. <laughs> no, that's fucking. Uh, no, 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 no. At a party. Yeah, and it had the same timing. In a jar of acid. Yeah, at, at a, a party. party. Yeah, that's yeah. it. In a bunker. In a bunker. We'll lead us to kings. This is the podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> Sing song. We're fucking leading us to king. And after the smoke had cleared. Sydney wrote this story. Yes, thank God. Thank you, Sydney. I gotta break the loop. Yeah. All right. Wait, no, this should be Bella. Can I do it again? I don't know why I want to skip. <laughs> oh, it's just a little boy. Okay. This was sent by Bella. Last August, I was up at my cabin in the middle of the Albertan foothills with a couple of friends. The cabin we were staying at was formerly owned by an older Ukrainian woman and was bought by my great-grandparents after she passed away. They owned the cabin just up the hill from it. In turn, when my great-grandparents passed, the cabin was given to my granny and her sister and is now visited by most of my family throughout the year. Anyway, my three friends and I were around the campfire during the evening, getting a little high. Having some good old laughs. Getting a little high. Now, I'm sure you both know that cannabis can help connect you to the other world. (laughs) I don't know anything about this. (laughs) And the spirits and ancestors around you. We were looking up at the stars, listening to some chill music, and I started to feel two presences behind me. It was like they were looking up at the stars with me. And I knew right away that it was my great-grandfather and great-grandmother. I've never met them. My great-grandmother actually passed within a week of my birth. Nevertheless, I've always felt a special connection with them, and that evening was extra powerful. I immediately started crying and just enjoyed this moment with my grandparents as I looked up at the sky. I think about them every time I stargaze now. Keep doing the podcast and be in your wonderful selves. Listen, A, can do. Mm. B, homie, what a nice afterlife. That's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Just go stargaze yeah. with your with your, your wife, your, your partner, partner, whoever. Yeah. Beautiful. Maybe maybe get to meet your, your great grandchildren yeah. one day. Yeah. As they sit by fire. Neat. Our last story comes to us from Sydney. The Suddenly. person, I guess not the place. Yeah. yeah. The whole the whole everyone in Sydney, Australia got together <laughs> and experienced this at once. 
All right, so here we go. A little background on the house. I love a good haunted house story. First of all, I'm just going to say that. Mm -hmm. The house that this took place in was built in the early 1930s by my great aunt and her husband, as well as her brother. They didn't have a lot of money, and the land was farmland. They first... Uh, the first to pass was her husband, which she buried on the land in 1945. Following her husband was her brother about 10 years later, who was also buried on the property. My aunt cared for the house and the farm for years to come and took pride in everything. My aunt lived much longer and was finally buried uh, with the rest of the family in a cemetery away from the house in 2002. My family was gifted the house where I grew from seven until I left at 22. My parents still live there uh, with my youngest brother. I was about 17, so 10 years ago. My parents and brother were in Florida for Easter and I was at home in Detroit by myself. I had work and... I had work and the two dogs to take care of, which I don't mind. This was the first time I'd been alone in the house, but I had no worries. Weird things had happened before, but never anything bad. After a long day, I curled up in bed with both of my dogs and went to sleep. At some point, I woke up to creaking on the floor. It startled me, but I assumed it was the dogs. To ease my anxious mind, I looked over and both of my dogs were fast asleep on the bed. Great. Mm. I heard the creaking and felt like it was getting closer. Then I started to see a shadow coming down the hallway. Fuck God off. God damn it. I closed my eyes hard, but kept hearing the creaking. No. I opened them back up and the creaking stopped, but the shadow was still there. God, it's like that scene in the Babadook. I hate that oh, shit. Just I hate that shit. You hear it coming, you know, yeah. and it's just coming. Gross. Oh. After a few moments, the creaking started and the shadow moved away from the door. I took a deep breath and then laughed and said, whether you be my aunt, uncle, or her brother, hello. Thank you for checking in on me. And I went back to sleep feeling like nothing in the world could touch me. Oh, so they're good. Huh. They were good. Have you ever had an experience like that where it's like creepy, but then you kind of feel that calmness? I think I always pretty much immediately know when it's good or bad. I... <clears throat> I don't think so, because I don't usually have anything. It's never usually a sense of calmness. It's yeah. usually I can handle it, but mm -hmm. I don't know if it's ever a sense of like calmness, yeah. you know, but I don't have very much like human interaction, like spirit interaction. Yeah, I feel like here if something was to like stand in your doorway and then I'm, walk away. I'm I, I it depends. Yeah. Depends. Yeah. On a lot of things. <laughs> it can either be all right, as right as rain, or someone might die. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to show up. <laughs> like, you're going like, to show up at my front door in the middle of the night. Yeah. And like, I need a place to stay. I, I'm I moving in I'm, with you. Yeah. I live here now. Yeah. <laughs> I am City Mouse now. <sighs> well, damn. I quite enjoyed our stories. On this special listener sewed, yeah, listener story. I like sewed. doing these every now and again. They're yeah. they're nice. They're fun to record. They're real cozy, yeah, and yeah. we have so many stories. Yeah. It's a good way to. I like get it through some in a selfish way, and I'll tell you why. I really enjoy listening to spooky stories, I and do I too. feel like I get more spooky stories this way. Yeah, you know, I'm a little yeah. selfish. It's nice. So, if you would like to submit your spooky story. Do so by sending an email to wbahpodcast at gmail.com. Please put spooky somewhere in the subject line so we can find it. Yeah. 
We read them as they come in, dudes. And uh, yeah, let's, there's a lot. Don't expect it. Like, if you write it tomorrow, don't expect it to be like on the next one. No, it's not going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> but uh, but thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being patient. I feel like we're getting kind of, you know, we're getting. Uh, we're, we're at least chewing through we're some. We're chewing through. Yeah. Which, you know, we're Hence of, this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. We burned through yeah. like 14 of them. Yeah. We never thought we were going to get as many people telling, yeah. telling us their stories. Yeah. yeah so. When we were screaming at everyone to. to Send us to, your fucking yeah. stories. Give us content for free. Yeah. <laughs> We got it. I feel like our our next spooky sode uh, is going to it might be the opposite of this yeah. one. I think we're gonna yeah we're gonna be doing some shit yeah, the yeah, next yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see you guys again on the next spooky sode in ten episodes. Yeah, it flies right by. Oh yeah, dude. And until then, if you are interested in advertising with the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour, you can send us an email. <laughs> just just send us one email. One email. Yeah, send us an email and say hey. I made my own handcrafted toilet paper. Are you interested in selling? <laughs> Bless you. It was very sudden. <laughs> Jesus. We have an Instagram uh, at which bitch amateur hour. Uh, come meet with us on Facebook mm. at which amateur hour. Uh, we have a Twitter at bitch hour. Uh, is there any is there any news that we need to uh mm, news 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 uh, uh we have our experience episode coming up that'll be coming up we can talk about it certainly do we yeah. have uh is this the first time we're really talking about it or i think so yeah it's it's on the books mm. um to be to be recorded but we're gonna sit down uh, and get our we're gonna do like kind of like our, our aura chakra kind of episodes mm-hmm. was that experience uh, we're gonna be getting our birth charts done yeah dude. y'all are gonna learn all about us yeah 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 and everyone out there who's a lot more versed and like knowledgeable in astrology i feel like they're just gonna be able to read us yeah like, they're, they're gonna know everything about us mm-hmm. uh and the good thing about this is is it's not just me and macy going my moon is in this and my son is in this yeah we're actually speaking to like a like a professional an astrologer someone who knows their shit and it's not just us reading like cat memes about our our, you know signs or whatever uh and i think it's also going to be interesting that you and i can can ask questions about ourselves and all that but we can also like ask questions about how we interact with each other yeah and we're gonna be sitting in on each other's readings yeah or like you know birth chart reading and so they're just i'm very excited for that i can't wait for just being like "Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's right Mm -hmm. yeah i can't wait for that one time where it's like i just i never feel like i resonated with that part of my Mm -hmm. birth chart and then the other person would be like (laughs) (laughs) yeah right bitch loser Uh, if you are so inclined, we also have a Patreon and we have Rocco and Laser. I just got the video. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. He just sent it to me. Oh my God. I haven't seen it yet, but I saw, I didn't say anything. You were, you were reading a story and it came through and I got a link. It's called Ghost Antagonizers, Lucius McElroy and the Swan Demon. Oh my God. Yeah. The Swan Demon. (laughs) That's the thumbnail. So perfect. Yeah. So, uh, Rocco and Laser 2. This is episode two. Episode two. Yeah. Lucius McElroy, the Swan Demon, will be hitting up Patre- a Patreon near you very soon. Uh, and we also got all the extra bonus content. Check it out. Patreon.com slash WBH podcast. And until then, stay spooky, my friends. Mm. Um, It'll be spooky season before we know it. I'm ready for 
It's this year is really flown by. It's coming soon. Well, I was also I was thinking about how close Anahata's is. I know in September. Dude. Probably gonna get it. We buy. I'm gonna look when you're heading back, and I'll send it to you tonight. Um, but we should probably buy our tickets in the next day or two, and I'll send you the yeah. flights. Yeah. What if that's the reason we don't make it? Is because we just fuck we around just fuck and up. don't get. No, I would like to go ahead and get them because gas just keeps getting more mm-hmm. and more expensive, mm-hmm. and they're gonna just keep getting mm-hmm. more expensive. So we we should just go ahead and bang it out. And I'm not saying who because it's, I'm not at liberty, you know, to share anyone mm-hmm. else's information. But let's just say Macy and I are going to Anahata's purpose, mm-hmm. and we we know a a, a solid fucking couple of people yeah, man. for sure are also going and uh we're just we're ready to make it a shake the bean can a little bit i can't i can't fucking wait can we talk about i, I know this isn't technically like uh like we're not really giving if you want information you know go to anahottispurpose.com mm-hmm. or you can search it or whatever however the classes yeah we were talking about the mace flow mm-hmm. class where mm-hmm. you do literally flow mm-hmm. with weapons, weapons yeah which is lit fucking badass the fucking Winhoff method? I can't wait for that. I, I'm so I cannot that's something I wanted to learn anyway when yeah. I saw the, the the Wim Hof method. Do you I feel was like so you're gonna excited. are you battling something with that? It, like, yeah. Like is it a it's a it's a face to face It is. It's a conquering yeah. thing for me. Yeah. Um and it's there's there's a fair amount of like alleged health benefits yeah. that come from cold water submersion and like oh, yeah. doing that, but I, I just want to overpower this yeah. cold issue that yeah. I have and kind of learn the the, the way to do that in the future when you think you're cold you'll just think back on yeah. that and be like no bitch yeah. that was cold yeah yeah so i'm excited for that yeah. so uh you can see the classes see everything that's going on get your tickets over there do that i'm leaving now because we have a code brah oh dude yeah Waba. code Waba. code Waba. get ten dollars off your ticket brah i thought that's where you were going I'm leaving now because I'm excited and I want to watch this video that we just got from Richard's yeah. Kitchen. Richard's edited by Richard. Check him out on YouTube. The Richard RichardsKitchen.com. Like serious, actually check out Richard's Please Kitchen. Please do. Yeah, for it's sure. Good, it's a good time. I'm pizza gonna... meal. <laughs> <laughs> pizza meal. If you watch one thing, watch pizza meal. Please Thank pizza you very meal. much. Leave a comment. Say which bitch sent me. <laughs> yeah. Please do. I would just be curious to know that measurement. You yeah. Know, like the the track to track that formal formal call to action. Go to YouTube, search Richard's Kitchen, who is not only the editor for the Rock Row mm-hmm. and Laser videos, but fucking funny. Really funny. And just find the one called, was it just called Pizza Meal? Pizza Meal's in the title. Yeah. You've got to be able to find it. Yeah. And leave a comment. Say, Will Boss at me. And I want to see what I just we want can to know. See if we can blow up his YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> just get a comment. He'll just get a bunch of comments one day that's like, Will Boss, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't need this. Leave me alone. <laughs> You you already make me edit your goddamn stupid <laughs> your <bullshit> videos. videos. <laughs> He's like making actual funny shit over here. <laughs> okay, with that I'm leaving. Goodbye. All right. Get your fucking cans on.